Welcome to another edition of Mass Mats and Mayhem. I am your host, the Outlaw LA Reg. You can find me on Twitter at JustinHarvey75. You can find the entire show across all social media platforms at MMMShow75. And uh, we got Casey in the house today. We got my man uh, Urban. What's cracking, y'all? <laughs> None of us have complimented complimented Justin on his big Josh esque shirt. Uh, you like that? Yeah, you're doing well. You're wearing a button up. <laughs> New job, man. New job. <laughs> oh, got bills to pay. I'm I'm basically dressed like Vinny on a fucking episode of Lucha Underground, so I'm not turning this camera on. Fuck that shit. <laughs> I got a new job, man. I'm I am now working on the Guinness World Book um longest running family oriented reality show. I won't say what it is, but if you look it up in the Guinness World Book of Records, that's the show that I'm working on. But I don't like to jinx it until until there's an episode with my name on it that I know has gone all the way through the edit. I don't like to say what show I'm working on in case some shit doesn't pan out and then you never see my name on TV. <laughs> then I look like a big dumbass for saying, hey, I'm working on this shit, and then it never comes out. Hey, I'm working on Pawn Stars. Oh, Chumley yeah. just got arrested. Yeah, uh, exactly. Didn't, didn't exactly. the old man just die? Oh, shit, did he? I think so. I think he lost his, his belt with cancer recently. Oh, man. Well, and speaking of which, yeah, yeah, oh, there was there was other bad news today. Um, shit, that shit was rough, man. Oh, season three, tough enough winner. Um, a good friend of Lucha Underground's Johnny Mundo slash John Morrison slash Johnny everything that comes after Johnny, um, Matt Capitelli died uh today or yesterday or it was announced today by by Lindsay his wife right yeah yeah um yeah they they said it happened today too uh he was in really bad shape uh last couple of weeks they you know they were kind of letting the news out that he wasn't doing so good and uh yeah it was it was rough news man because everyone was really pulling for that guy uh he seemed to really like wrestling I mean he had some problems with uh you know, like the Bob Holly situation and shit like that. But uh, there were a lot of times that he was supposed to be moved up to the to the main roster, and then cancer reared its ugly head. Yeah, uh, well, he was uh, Ohio Valley champ for a while, right? Yeah, and I think originally he was going to be a tag team with the Miz, and then it ended up being Miz and Morrison instead, or the other way around, something like that. Right, just because his call up didn't work out. Right. And, uh, yeah, man, it sucks. Cause like, it seemed like he had it and then he didn't, you know, came back. Well, yeah, I know my, my condolences go out to his family, his friends, you know, yeah. John Morrison, who I know was very close with them and they were really good friends and, uh, you know, weird, weird month for Morrison, you know, with good stuff and bad stuff. Yeah. Um, but there's also been some good stuff. Our our buddy Kevin Kleinrock, he got he tied the knot. Yeah, yeah, very successfully. <laughs> Congrats to Kevin. Uh, and uh, and you know all of the messages he's been getting about marrying up. Yeah, no, my that's that's what my dad used to always said that you know guys like that are 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 increasing their their gene pool lottery. 
Damn. <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. That's just, you know, that's a joke. That's a joke. Uh, yeah, we, we love this guy. She's, she's so lucky to have you, Kevin. She's so lucky. And I mean, we lost two other great people. We lost Vinnie Paul. Oh. Um, yeah, like Urban said, who was the fucking man. And we lost Arlen Ellison, who, I don't know, like you guys listen to the show a while and you hear me kind of getting angry and shitting on things. And I think a lot of that was influenced by how Harlan Ellison used to be on sci-fi buzz right when the sci-fi channel was starting out. He used to be kind of like an Andy Rooney commentator, but one that you gave a shit what he was saying. And, uh, <laughs> you know, he was awesome. So like, if you, if you look up, uh, Harlan, it's called Harlan Ellison watches or Harlan Ellison is watching something like that. One of the two, they're all on YouTube. Watch them because it's funny. Cause like, I was just watching one today where he was uh, shitting on the death of Superman, saying how all the comics are going to be fucking useless in, uh, in the future. And uh, everyone who's buying them is stupid and getting duped. And look what happened. They're not. <laughs> and uh, it, it's pretty funny because all the stuff he talks about the future is great, but he's always like telling you to watch cool shit and to read cool shit and gives you really good. Uh, you know, really good recommendations for that stuff. So I suggest checking it out. We lost one of the best writers that ever lived. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's all I really have to say. Well, about we're it. getting Joe Bob Briggs back, right? We fucking are. And okay, you Let's know, go with some good news, damn it. I've been I've been shilling shutter on the show. I'm not sure exactly how it's going to work, though, because um, I subscribe to shutter through Amazon.com so I can watch that shit on my PS4, right? Right, right, right. So it's my Amazon video app on there. Shutter has its own website, and that's a separate subscription. It's the same subscription, but it's a different site you log into. You either have a subscription for one or the other. The Shutter shite. The shite. 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 No, there's no meat flow here today. You can't. Shite, you can't shite all over it. Yeah, I got a. I got a shout out to my British buddy. No, um, the Shutter webpage has the the streaming channel though, so I'm wondering if that's what they're going to be playing it on, or if they'll be available on demand, which would mean Amazon will be able to do it. It's five ninety nine a month. I'll pay an extra six bucks just to see Joe Bob. So if it's on the one I don't have, I'll pay to do it. Because Joe Bob's the shit. It's going to be a 24-hour-long marathon on July 13th. It's going to be Joe Bob doing introductions to a bunch of stuff. They mentioned a few of the titles. One of them is Sleepaway Camps and Manic Masterpiece. Uh, so get your Filipinas. I hope that's not too much of a spoiler. <laughs> um, I know Jimmy V's not here right now, but I know uh, the the... Matt Capitelli thing kind of fucked him up too because he had uh Jim had a friend pass away earlier this year that also had brain cancer. So Jim wants to send out a giant uh fuck you to cancer. Yeah. Um, yeah. In, in his position as one of the co-hosts here. One of the co-hosts that's never here, like fucking gotta go to Ant-Man and the Wasp, you know, release. <laughs> gotta go to San Diego Comic-Con. Like, fuck, uh -huh. man. Yeah. Probably he's going up. with my friends too. You know? He's out. He's out there in the mix, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Staying in the mix, goddamn. Yeah, and and gym and fitting in the medium and small shirts. Son of a bitch. And stealing my friends and going to the premiere with them and not inviting Casey. What the fuck? Yeah. Actually, he went with a different friend. Oh, we got some Crash Bandicoot there. What is this? The insane. It came out on Switch today. <laughs> Finally. Wow, that's fucking weird, man. They're releasing everything light on the Switch. 
Yeah, but I mean, Crash Bandicoot, like, you think it's synonymous with PlayStation. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently yeah, I'm somebody act- else on the right. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've, uh, I've, I'm actively playing the NES Classic right now. Uh, I hacked it and added another like 300 games to it. I got there it today. Go. Um, I, they're not hard to get though. Like uh, Target got 70 of them. You can probably still walk in and fucking get one right now. Yeah, I think uh, Nintendo said they're uh, planning to have at least until the end end of the year december yeah which is dope i, I think a lot of people yeah. are gonna i mean come on like how many people are gonna get this thing for a fucking christmas gift yeah but if <laughs> right. you, you want to give it to somebody as a good gift hack it and put more games on it but uh don't don't fuck up and break the system and give it to them because <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah give them a break system <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's kind of hard to fuck up, though, because you can really fuck it up and reset it back to the way it was. So to brick it, you would really have to do something dumb, I think. So, yeah, it's you'd, you'd have to try to turn it into a Sega Genesis or some shit, which people are actually doing now. Um, I finally found my old uh, modded out PS1 where I put the Japanese chip in it to play burned games. There you go. And it still works. Believe it we got it. We got to get you some Fire Pro Wrestling G so you can at least pretend to be playing Fire Pro with oh us. Oh my god, man. What? <laughs> you know, I got the I got uh, the Fire Pro or no, the the New Japan uh, app on my phone that they released this week and it took so long to download after the download yeah. that I still haven't had a chance to play the motherfucker. Like Yeah, I gave up and uh, cuz I started downloading it at work and I'm like, I can't I can't do this. The work Wi-Fi will cut me off and I'll just go through all my fucking data. I was, I I was sitting at home, it was like 1:30 in the morning, I'm lying in bed, just like, when is it? And then by the time it downloaded, I woke up in the morning with my phone just on my chest like, oh, I could play it now except I got to go to work. Oh, and I want to I want to mention a little bit about that because a lot of people uh, when they announced the Fire Pro roster for the New Japan expansion, there were a lot of notable people missing, like Jushin Thunder Liger, the Young Bucks, most of the Bullet Club. They're all in this mobile game. Uh, there was a thing that they passed out at some uh, gaming convention recently that said there's upcoming junior heavyweight dlc i think they're just part of that i don't think it's a rights issue or any of that bullshit i think they're just going to release those guys later and you can just download someone's created version of them anyway so uh buy fire pro it's uh uh fuck i forget the date it's in august just just buy it forget about dates it's not important (laughs) making me want to get a fucking playstation but i already have it on pc what (laughs) Yeah, I'm doing both. Uh, it sucks because it was starting to run like shit on my PC because oh, I modded really? it too much. I had to take all the mods off. Uh, there are some cool mods. Like, you could do, like, a 200-man Royal Rumble and shit. Like, they oh, only let shit. It's only, like, eight dudes in the ring at once, but it's kind of like the N64 games, how you'd eliminate a dude and another guy would come in. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, it just takes six hours to finish because there's that... <laughs> Where is Byron? Does Byron know that we've actually started the program? I don't know. Byron's jerking off in the shower. I hope that's not too graphic for the chat room, but it's happening. And uh, well, it's not graphic because there's nothing to see. I mean, it's gra- it's maybe it's graphic if you have like a microscope or some kind. Yeah, of, uh, yeah. To the naked eye, glass. to the naked eye, it looks like he's squeezing a pimple. Hi, Byron. What's hey, up? Hey, Fuck of the faces. Pimple. <laughs> What's going on, Byron? We weren't saying anything bad about you. I promise. How come you look so fucking sweaty if you just took a shower? 
I got you guys on right there. I've been watching you the whole time. You got a little boring. You were watching us while you were jerking off in the shower. That's really gross. Told you I needed. Byron, you look like a red hot chili peppers reject. I needed seven to forty-five minutes. I'll be right in. Hey, Byron. Byron, nice shirt. What? Show the shirt. Yeah, look at this shit. Yeah, you know what? That's just fucking. You fuck face. Fuck face. Out of out of the way, you fuck. If you're wow. listening to this podcast, I want to recommend you stop listening to us and listen to the Sean Waltman Chris Jericho podcast. It's great. Sean Waltman. Wait, doesn't wait, remember wait. Much, you're plugging another but, podcast in the middle of our podcast while people are. Oh, dude, Byron, yeah, really good. Jericho says a lot of cool stuff. Really gets into some cool stuff about his Nido stuff, his New Japan stuff, pinchy titties. I agree, Urban. Thanks for the, I guess DM. Uh, he also they talk about some of the China heat that he had with Sean Waltman. It was pretty cool. Um, anyways, when you're done with that, come back and listen to us, and you can watch me rag about this. Me oh, I- and a, probably a bunch of other people have the hot topic exclusive, Young Bucks. These couple kids from Vacaville, maybe, yeah. or somewhere in California. It's like, it's one of those places where when you tell people where you're from, you say Los Angeles, and it's like three hours away, and you're not from LA. But yeah, it's, I, I know the feeling, Byron. I know the feeling. A conversation. No, you, is easy. I know, I know the drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I too got the Young Bucks, guys that... I used to watch wrestle in a parking lot in front of like less than a hundred people are fucking pop figures now. And that's never going to stop being amazing to me. They're revolutionizing <laughs> non WWE merchandise for wrestling, for the wrestling uh, community. Okay, and also, so here's, yeah, here's my question. Here's my question. What do you got? All, all in looks like it's going to be a success. You got these guys marketing toys and whatnot. How do other wrestlers get to this point without being in the wwe they join the bullet club immediately you see get on the <laughs> you do the being the elite podcast <laughs> uh yeah or the web series <laughs> like so you're so calling censored i mean you think you think that fucking do you think that hangman page would have fucking t-shirts in the mall if he wasn't part of bullet club come on yeah, and all respect to Hangman Page, and I've heard him in an interview talk about how he didn't really like the Hangman moniker because of, you know. Shitty things, uh, yeah. Because he wanted it to be Hang Brain Page? Because he was like, uh, <laughs> man, I can't even go through with, I can't even go through with what I was going to say to you, Justin. You're looking too sharp today. I don't feel like saying me. Why is everyone saying that? Man, it's like it's too official. Like a half-assed Target button-up. This ain't nothing yeah. special. I, I compared him favorably to Big Josh, Byron. Two days ago, I was in like the fitted Hugo Boss suit, and I was like all in the pocket square and like the shoes yeah, and everything. But, that was the deal. This is nothing. Just consider this like 10 steps up from your usual podcast appearance. What do you, and, what uh, do, you yeah. do when you have to go and work in an office in a job and look respectable? What do you wear, Byron? Something salmon colored. <laughs> I don't salmon color if it's Byron. Salmon. There's an L for a reason. I don't. Right. I don't know what. I, I just bring my crazy eyes, and I I just let people know that I work in the wild, and and I'm prone to outbursts of rage. But that's that's how I control my set. Wow. And that's how I control my office. Wow. You fucks. 
<laughs> you were you're looking right at me, Byron. I can see it. What's up, you piece I'm, of shit? How's Texas? I know you probably went over this already. Let's do it again. No, we are, I was actually just about to get to the whole, you Te- know, urban what's going on thing. But you take it away, Byron. Feel free to host the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So welcome to Masks, Mats, and Ma'am. I am your host, Byron Fever at Byron Fever. You can reach the show at Byron Fever seventy five at We've done this ninety nine fucking times, and you can't get it right yet. Hit us up. On Instagram at uh, MMM Show Seventy Five uh, Brand Continuity, um, talk participate in the online discussion. Uh, what's the hashtag, Casey, for that? Um, um, hashtag uh, col- Pina Colonic. No, <laughs> you can use MMM Show hashtag MMM Show, or if you um, if that's too long for you and you don't have a memory for that many words and letters, you can do hashtag Melissa Vissinger or she go on a date with Byron if she wants to. And thank you for joining us. Today we have uh, a friend, a guest, um, perhaps former lover, if uh, Casey wants to talk about it, uh, Urban. And he has been living in Texas. And my first question about Urban's move to Texas, because he's supposed to be from Tennessee, is um, did we pay tribute to... Um, your yeah. mother's whore, Byron. Did, Did we pay tribute? Urban. Salute to, to, uh... Did you see me in my tidy whities Urban? Did I say <laughs> good morning to you so I can be on the map? Is it? Is that the Funkster? <laughs> is the Funkster Terry, back? <laughs> Terry came back as we as I as I wanted to um pay tribute to um. A fallen wrestler today. Yeah, some people some people said my Terry Funk sounded too much like Mick Foley, and you might notice they're not in the chat because I got fucking band powers. Oh shit. I, did I make Casey a fucking Wait, operator again? God is Krabs gone? Did you ban Krabs? Because that would be I mean, there's a lot of despair in the world today, but if you made Krabs sad, then I'm breaking even. He's he's not in the chat right now, but don't worry. It, it'll happen tonight if he shows up. In case you put penicillin in the chat just to get rid of crabs. Oh, I put some penicillin in the chat, baby. Oh. Who is in there? We got Paul Cross. What's going on, Paul? We got Rebecca. Paul Cross. What's up, Reeves? Hey, Reeves, I, what do you think about Justin's hatless head? Oh, my God. What's up, Carlos? Good to see you again. What up, Carlos? What up? Urban, um, what the fuck are you doing in Texas? Yeah, that was the point of the whole question. You couldn't have just had that be the question, Byron. Hey, Urban, how's it going? What's going on in Texas? I had a lot to catch up. I'm, I'm stealing internet. You You're stealing internet? Stealing internet from my uncle. Oh, <laughs> Solid. Because I'm not going to pay for it because it's like fucking $79 a month and it's a fucking two-year contract. Fuck that bullshit. Hey, for wow, 20, you know, for 25 megabits per second. That's <laughs> exorbitant. Wow. To your commitment, might as well put a ring on it. Yeah, right. Something. I'm not putting yeah, 300 on megabits for like 50 bucks a month. This is Texas, baby. <laughs> they make it big in Texas, but they never yeah. said it was. Ch- yeah, exactly. Fuck me. Whereabouts? You're, you're Dallas uh, area, Houston, Houston. Um, so. I guess it's central Texas. I'm like an hour and a half out of Dallas and about an hour out of Fort Worth. Okay. Yeah. That's central. Oh man. I, I have been to Texas. Shit. I have been, but I've only seen the inside of the airport. And 
my friend you, make it out with that's me. all that's all you need to see because that's the coolest place in the fucking state yeah. uh, <laughs> i know i've been to texas i've been to a lot of places in texas and i've gotten into a lot of trouble there uh, I don't know uh, if you've been to Abilene. I think it's a bit south of you. I got food poisoning in Abilene because I ate Chinese food at a gas station. That's so messed up. That I was your first mistake. Chinese food. <laughs> That's all it took. The gas station was the bad part because I got to tell you, the best pho that I've ever had was in Dumas, yeah. Texas. Oh, well, fuck, well, well, fuck you, dumbasses. And let me tell you, Byron also caught pregnancy from Dennis Stamp. <laughs> No, I didn't. He wasn't booked. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, I only hump. I don't do any tricks. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, you what? You're you're near Dallas, right? Yeah, I'm in, I'm in Itasca, Texas. Itasca. I have been through Itasca. It's, it named, it's named places in Texas we've been to. Plainview. Grandview. Amarillo. 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 I've done a lot of stuff. Spent a lot of time in Amarillo. <laughs> Have you been to the big Texan urban? You need to take down their steak challenge. <laughs> no, no. Oh, is that the one in Amarillo, Texas, Byron? The one that... Hey, the hold on. Don't you have a friend who had some history in Amarillo? I, I do. I do. But this is actually a real story. You've seen the headhunters in fucking wing, right? The big fat black dudes that are twins. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're like, we're going down. Bouncing. We're going down this road. Okay, so they tried to have, uh, they tried to do the steak challenge, and these are two rather large, uh, three hundred and fifty pound men. Neither of them could do the fucking steak challenge. Grown ass men, the fucking headhunters, wing superstars. Because let me tell you something: if someone's been in wing, they mean a lot more to me than anyone else. Which is why I also have to say, rest in peace to Archangel Del Muerte. Because uh, I wasn't on the show the week that he passed away. And uh, not only was he a great trainer, he was in fucking wing. That's right. That's right. He he married. He, he wrestled uh, Miflo's uh, father-in-law, Fantasma. And, uh, Where's that? Where's that limey Brit? What's he doing? Eating tea and crumpets right now? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, could it be? Some chips. Oh, I don't know what it is. Be here because I'll go botulism again. I was crushed to death by me mannequin and it hurt real bad. <laughs> Your Meatloaf impression is awesome. I know. I know. See, I don't do it that much when he's actually on the show. I can't wait for the uh, the sex tape with that voice to come out. Just a moment. I got to subscribe back to Mask Match on Mayhem. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Man. But, but to be fair, this is a great tangent for me to apologize to Byron Turk for being Holy such shit. a crazy asshole. Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> Urban, or if you guys don't know, Urban went full fire sale on Byron's ass a couple weeks ago. So it was, you gotta explain it because it was it was amazing how it happened, Urban. It was it was uh, the Paul London thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It shouldn't have been, but it, uh, there was a whole, whole thing there. It was Oedipus complex with my mother, and then, then, then Byron was like, "I'm not going to apologize for getting an interview." And then I was like, "Well, you know what? Fuck you, and just fuck this." And la 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 la. There's fingers going everywhere, cussing everywhere. I was like, "I'm going to take pop shots at your camera, this kind of Wait, stuff." Did you? No. Why? Why would <laughs> hey. I do that? 
Why would I do that? That would just fuck yourself at that point. Yeah, yeah I mean, but... kind of cool to do something like that, but <laughs> I would never do that. What the hell is wrong with you? I feel like you did it now. <laughs> no, the camera's in the other room. I, I got to go get it. What the hell? Where is it? <laughs> it's in the other room. I'll go get it. It's just no. Just it's, fine. it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> That's fine. No, no, it's important now. I have to go get it. <laughs> go ahead. Video <laughs> video evidence. <laughs> I will pause this whole podcast for no reason. <laughs> We're used to it by now. Uh, <laughs> Do we have any pedo watch updates? Uh, so the thing about pedophiles is that when you say you're against them, it kind of rubs. You get weird looks. You find out. It's not a hundred percent in the world that are against them. Yeah, that's a little weird. You know, Jerry Lawler has a lot of fans. So Byron, yeah. I, I, we were kind of talking about for a second. All in. What are what do you expect to be the aftermath of all in at this point? I mean, I think we know what the event itself is going to be. Yeah. Well, Thanks, what do we got there? Um, Was that a camera? Oh. Well, I think I think all in is I mean all eyes are on all in and I think there's many stages to I think now that Urban has the camera it's time for my colonoscopy, Byron. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, about the right size to get up there too. Oh my uh, god. And uh, I just left myself open for that one, didn't I? God damn it. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> hello, hello, uh, hello, hello. It's there's multiple stages to the impact that it's going to have on the wrestling world, and they've been extremely successful so far, but every Every time they have a success, they need to like triple it on the next one. So like they're just going, they're going as big as they can. They're kind of, you know, to use a pun, they're going all in every step of the way. So they sold out 10,000 seats right away. That's awesome. Um, they still got to put on a great show. They booked a lot of top talent. That's awesome. And I, I mean, maybe you guys can correct me, but I think they booked a lot of indie talent without it being like a PWG show. You know what I mean? Right, um, but, but I mean, this begs the question, can can a PWG do something like this? Could BOLA 2019 be a 10,000-seater? I don't think so, because I think you also, you're also you're getting these guys who have blessings from Ring of Honor, from New Japan. In, in a way, this is sort of booked through them in a way that, they're it, they're kind of they're vouched for the people putting this together the Bucks and Cody are vouched for so if you work for them you're not going to get fucked with them they're going to broadcast that's a big deal see PWG could maybe run a ten thousand seat arena I mean they run like a seventy five seat room uh, normally or they used to but they yeah, can't I broadcast like seven hundred dollars a ticket yeah, yeah. exactly but they can't broadcast so now all in make just as much money as it is. All in, like at, at first they sold the seats, so now it's like all the pressure is on them to put on a good show, and I think that they're fairly confident in that. But now they have to, they have their the star cast thing has to be a huge success. Uh, all everything that comes from that, there's going to be tons of podcasts, tons of buzz. So oh, if yeah. any shit goes down, it's going to be like the big story because as much as everyone's rooting for them, they're gonna you want to be the first person to be on the story of it going wrong something i want to say that starcast most of the uh most of the kind of promoting and work and money behind it is conrad thompson and not those guys you know the guy that runs the shivani podcast and the bischoff podcast and oh the the, bischoff uh, podcast 
I want to interrupt. I want to interrupt this podcast. And if you're looking for good podcasts to listen, uh, um, don't pause us and don't ever listen to Eric Bischoff's podcast because he's just spouting hot air just to get attention. Uh, um, no, his new one. Uh, there's a new one, Byron. Is that because he's a Republican? I just want to know. I want to clear the air. Is he? Is I he? Think, I think so. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's a diehard. Uh, wow. He's the wife swap with Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah. Is that, is that relevant? What, I would have wife swapped with Diamond Dallas Page. Well, I don't, I, don't have, I, mean, I don't have a wife, so. <laughs> oh, sure. Have Hang out with my cat, DDP. Don't do anything <laughs> new. I'll be right back. <laughs> Bro, this ain't the pussy I was looking for, bro. <laughs> bang! Oh, feel the bang. Um, it's it's going to be interesting because you have AAA doing... AAA is one of the biggest companies in the world. They can't do a, 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 a Twitch pay-per-view stream to save their lives. So, you know, how's it going to... Ring of Honor and all the other companies, they have problems with their Twitch streams or live streams. It's going to be interesting to see how this goes. They're really, they're really. What do you mean AAA can't do a live stream to save their lives? I saw everything clearly when the lights went out. They had the lights go out. They did another thing where they did an Apuestas match, but they kind of cut away before you cut the hair. Well, because there's hard outs in internet. There's hard out times in internet broadcasting. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Still don't get that one. Introducing that concept on this podcast of all places. Uh, yeah. You're blaming Mexico's infrastructure. Oh, <laughs> like, man. You know what's crazy, though, is PWG is bringing so many. Like, uh, if you look at the lineup for fucking uh, Bola this year, they're really crossing some political lines with some of the people that they're using. Because uh, you, got, you got people in Mexico for promotions that are kind of dicks about working together, all working on the same show. You got... Crabs uh, is in. Okay, just remember, Crabs, Casey has the band hammer tonight. Oh, my God, Casey. His uh, first question is so brilliant, though. Oh. Uh, you, please read it to me, Justin. Oh, Read my answer, too. No, I'll save it. I'll save it for when we actually talk about Lucha Underground. Because it's okay. Lucha Underground. Crabs, we're not even talking about Lucha Underground yet. We're talking about All In. <laughs> Yeah, so so we were anyway, waiting for you to show up so we could start talking about Lucha Underground. But w- now that you're here, we'll finish this up and we'll get right to it, and then we'll answer your question. They even managed to like get people from Dragon Gate that quit Dragon Gate and split the company in half to go work in China instead, and they're and they're still coming in for Bola, like uh, because uh, Siba went to fucking um. There's a new promotion called uh, Oriental Wrestling Entertainment or Entertainment Wrestling, and it's in yeah, China. Yeah, I've seen that. How do they get away with that name? That just I feels like I can't. It's like rap songs. Like I don't feel like I can. <laughs> sing. Yeah, I, I was I was thinking the same thing, Byron. I was thinking the same thing. Thank you for putting my words into your words so that you get all the heat for saying that. What I get all the credit. <laughs> it's cool though. It's cool though. We don't have any Asian co-hosts, so it's okay. He's Southeast South Pacific Asian. No, he's Ooh, Samoan, dude. Jim. No, yeah. Justin Samoan? No. Urban Samoan. My people are from Birmingham and Maine. If we had someone Samoan on the podcast, they would be WWE champion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
That's not me, then. <laughs> Unless they're Joe. Unless they're Samoa Joe, then you're fucked. <laughs> but yeah, All In, I think, will do good. It's pretty telling that they sold out 10,000 seats, and there's only, like, you know, a tenth of those on StubHub, people trying to sell them for a profit. So that means That's most cool. of the people that bought tickets are trying to go. Uh, compared to that to some WWE shows, it's kind of crazy numbers. But... Uh, Dude, they're going to do great. I mean, they already sold out the arena. They're good there. Uh, th there's more money in either streaming or fucking doing whatever that they're doing to broadcast it, and that's going to be awesome. And, uh, you know, I look forward to seeing the show. I look more forward yeah. to the G1, but uh, we I can do a whole... We can do a whole fucking podcast on the G1, which we're not going to do right now because we got to talk about some motherfucking Lucha Underground, son. I did, I did hear that they, uh, that they might do... Uh, what is it? Because I was, we were talking about uh, the Funko Pops and the Bucks, and I was like, I want uh, blonde Cody. Uh, I, I want no no Cody ever anywhere. On and my someone, I think it was, I think it was Jim said um, that it might be an all in exclusive, and I think that is a huge like, do putting on a wrestling show, then doing the convention is cool, and then having a bunch of exclusive merchandise like how they're just printing money if it all goes well and it's it's put the momentum's in that direction could you imagine um like a all in like merchandise the t-shirts alone and then you have the, the funko things which is also a big deal like these are wrestlers getting a deal with a comp with a with funko with a company that um only does deals with like wwe and like big brands do you think that uh do you think that the all in shirt says all in on the back or the front? Or does the girl's shirt say it on the front and the guy's shirt says it on the back? I think it's <laughs> I think it's underwear and it says it over the dick. Ew. I don't I don't know how that would work. I just I am anti docking. You might be anti pedo, but I'm anti docking, Byron. Have well, you seen docking, by the way? Fire. Have you seen Why wait? Why I've, I've, would you I've want seen to? It. Okay, Urban, Urban, so, Urban has a docking story. That's Lucha Underground it. season four, episode number three. Uh, no, Justin, I want to talk about the docking because my son Dario was very into the docking. He was a docking enthusiast. <laughs> I have a question. <laughs> Just. Please ask it, please, by all means. What what's what's wrong with Cody? I just just want to ask this question from Casey. What's wrong with Cody? His yeah, what's his, wrong with Cody? his fucking face. I don't know. It's just that everyone else is more interesting and fun. I don't know. It's like it's like I'll talk about Cage on this episode of Lucha Underground. Like like he's all right. Like I like the guy, but everyone he wrestles against, I like more. It's not his fault. It's yeah. just. <laughs> It's that just was true. definitely a problem, which I'm going to talk about. All right, so okay. let's get into the Sluch Underground. Let's get into the Sluch Underground. Uh, season three, or season four, episode number three. Oh, if it was season three, it would be much better, Justin. <laughs> well, I don't know. This one was pretty good. So first I'll say that overall, I thought this was a good episode. The funny thing about it, and I know there's been a few comments already about how much of me and Byron you see in this episode. Um, Woo! There's a reason for that. Again, uh, this was filmed on the very first day. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and they were the only ones that would do the docking. We were the only ones that would do the clapping, that's for sure. Um, uh, this crowd 
by the time this stuff was filmed in that day was mm. pretty cold. The amazing part is the reaction that Sonny got regardless. Yeah. This crowd was dead. They were overtired. Um, most people by the end of this <laughs> night, by the time you're seeing the last coffin close, had been there for seven or eight hours. Um, it was pretty tedious. There's a lot of newbies in the crowd that just weren't. The crowd was not going to stay hot. And uh, I won't say that Byron and I were, were sympathy cheering or sympathy clapping because there's actually shots where you can see in the middle of the coffin match, me and Byron are arms folded. We're still standing. Yeah, we're enjoying it mentally, but physically we're beat down and the whole oh. crowd was and we were just smart enough that when Brandon, the camera guy would come by, we would kind of give them like something. We, <laughs> I mean, we were trying on behalf of everyone because the stuff we were watching wasn't bad. That coffin match was fucking great. Uh, three way to it the was. grave. It was really, really good, but the crowd was just lifeless, and you'll you'll hear it in the episode too. It's one of the quietest episodes you'll hear all season. Yeah, apparently I remember I was talking to Super B. I was talking to Super B. Shout out to Super B. Another uh, name I feel very uncomfortable. My cracker ass feels very uncomfortable. You, you can just call him Fernando, Super- dude. It's cool. Oh, Fernando! No, I want to call him Super B, dude. That's bad. It's still badass. Super Beaner? Are you, are you oh, talking about Super Beaner? Yeah. Uh, Urban finds out he's part Mexican and just lets it fly. What's what? his name? He gave it to himself. That was his fucking name, man. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could you imagine trying to find him on Twitter? Super B. It's not coming up. I'm going to change uh, my name to Super Nig on Twitter <laughs> just to mess with you, Byron. Just so, you have, no, he, uh, just so you're uncomfortable saying it. <laughs> just, because, yeah. just for my you're, own pleasure. You're only doing that because Enmark <laughs> Taker was already taken. <laughs> oh, yeah. The greatest yeah. Indie superstar of all time. I, um, I follow him, I think, actually. Yeah. I can't he, type he, that in. My browser shuts me down when I try to search him. <laughs> Oh, too many MAGA posts when you get Google N-word and then the first half of take or just bad news all around. Okay, look, we were talking about, what were you, were you getting to a point about what Fernando's reaction was or something? I sort of was. Super B was sitting on the other end of the ring as we were and and he even called me out a little bit about like he saw me yawning multiple times in the match. And he was oh, like a bitch. I yawning was, like a tired. I was so excited to be there, but I was worn the fuck down. I mean, plus I, you know, I work with no eyes in Florida, so I had just flown in. Right. But and another thing is, is like there first show of season four, so a lot of the regulars and there's a lot of hype. We didn't know how the lines were going, so everyone showed up super early. Right, like, and that was one going to be one of my other points is that we were all there for seven or eight hours, not necessarily by choice, but everyone showed up earlier than the door open time because we didn't know how this new system was going to work out. We didn't know if there's going to be a bunch of queuing and stuff. So everyone, <laughs> I mean, everyone was inside in 20 minutes that day. And that was probably the slowest of the entire tapings this season. The new yeah. ticket system is bomb. That's probably one of the best setups they have. Everyone just came right in. Every, and this is the first day too. So everyone had to re-sign all the paperwork. So, but everyone was there two hours early and was just standing around after that. And you can come in and out and people were going down the street and smoking weed or talking outside or getting some food Easy. from the truck. Who was getting drunk? Easy. That's what I wanted to know. 
you know, well, we, um, me and Byron did because we went down to the, the brewery that's on the same street. Yeah. It's kind of encouraged. But at the same time, long day, long, long day. And this was a Friday. It was a scheduled to be a, a later taping to try to get people there after work. But we didn't leave until well after 11. And I think we got there at, what, 3? <laughs> yeah. Or something in the afternoon. And then was it that night afterwards where um... – Mil Machetes or whoever was like, hey, we're going to the, was it the PCW Ultra? Am I fucking this up? PCW Ultra show? Like, hey, Cage and Cross are going to fight at the, that show. You guys want to go? And we're like, well, we want to. But, I think that but, was actually Saturday. I think that was Saturday? the next day. Yeah. Oh, but, also tired. Yeah, it was. Oh, there was all sorts of stuff going on that day down at the, the check and over hey, there at least, at least you guys weren't doing fucking homework the whole time so don't yeah. tell me about tired you wrestling watching motherfuckers god damn it um so it was i remember weird. my first beer and Boom. getting tired and <laughs> urban just dropped the hammer wait well, on it, us i i guess everybody forgets the fact that i had been up for three days for ultima lucha trace Oh, I don't, because <laughs> after my three hours of sleep, I came back downtown, and you were like, I'm still up from when you saw me last night, motherfucker. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? What do you mean, tired? Always yeah, up. I was all mad because Byron sent me there early. Urban was like, I just slept in that fucking ditch over there for four and a half minutes. <laughs> Where did my water bottle go? I'm just trying to find it. Wait, was Urban saving a seat for us? I pulled an all-nighter the first Urban night. Urban wasn't saving a seat for nobody. Urban was delirious trying to figure out where to lay his head for four and a half minutes. <laughs> That's true. That there is were true. people in the tent. We should have lifted them up and like, put them in a bag. You should have just gone in the tent. You should have just, just crawled in the tent with those motherfuckers. Like, naked. Naked Spoonal. with yes. no fucking clothes. Oh, yes. I should have done that. Oh, God. You should have been like, look, guys, and it's it's front of the line initiation. You got to sleep with Urban. <laughs> With, with, they you got to sleep with naked ass urban. Yeah, yeah. Look at everyone in line. We've all had to do, <laughs> do it. You know the pop would have happened if Urban was the one that had rolled out of that tent. <laughs> <laughs> Butt ass naked. The pop like, been... fuck are these people in this tent? Oh, it's just Urban and his dick. Unheard of. For anybody who doesn't, at Ultima Lucha Trace, it was the the ultimate fuckery of the line moment where the whole system broke down motherfuckers were there the day before like the first person in line set up a tent at like midnight the night before like right after the show it like cleanup people were cleanup people were still leaving the temple when these fools fucking set up for the last day and uh you know i was there at three in the morning i think to get a spot in line yeah something like that yeah I showed, I showed up around three at three thirty or something like that. Okay. Never again. Never again. No. <laughs> Don't need to. Now you show up like an hour and a half beforehand just so you have time to drink. Yeah, I there was there was one taping this past season because you have a ticket and you know where you're you're sitting. I had an assigned seat or whatever. I showed up five minutes before they let the crowd in, and then within twenty minutes of being there the show was starting, you know, you can't That's beat so that. Weird. Hey, you know, anyway, so this episode starts off with, uh, Ricky Mundos 
And we're finally getting confirmation that the Island of the Dolls is a real place in Mexico, according to Ricky. And that's where he met Rosa. Yes, we got lots of very expositioning exposition. And he has a doll named Rosa that he has sex with. And oh, I don't know if he has sex with her, but the secret is is safe with her, she said. Yeah. I don't know if he doesn't have sex with her. Yeah, I, I automatically assume we know who's writing this show. Well, I mean, again, are, are, is this something that is a product of the fact that, you know, that they probably got told to bail on the Mariposa Marty incest angle? Hey, we don't know. That doll can be his sister. We don't we don't know. Oh, God. We don't be, know that they're old. we don't know Marty and Mariposa aren't fucking. Right. You know, we don't know that they're not. I, I mean, how much do we have to read between the lines here? What is Ricky Mundo doing with this doll? Yeah, he's he's fucking it. Um, I think <laughs> I think it's definitely haunted. I think something's going on. I'm, yeah, it, it's haunted with the fucking dead baby batter that's fucking inside of it. Now you know what's. I thought this whole scene was awesome, but the thing that I found unfortunate about it is, it bumped uh, Jack Evans' whole in-ring mic taunting of the entire audience to yeah. an internet segment. Oh no, we we didn't get that, but we got some nice little little poses that he did. But I, I I just have to say after after the hit colonic discussion that we had last week on the show, Jack, Jack said. Yeah, he said he had to leave for his colonic. I, I appreciated that because it clearly means that Dario was giving out gift certificates for colonics. If you follow last <laughs> week's show, which if you don't, you can click on it after this one and listen. It, it's probably about three and a half hours in. Well, Sorry, and if you, Sorry and if, I missed that. If you right hadn't watched uh, Jack's segment, um, he put out a put up or shut up challenge whenever he walks out of this scene. Uh, he goes to the ring and puts out a put up or shut up challenge that got cut from the show. Oh, uh, that's actually pretty good. It's on uh, it's on the Lucha Underground Twitter and Facebook. So, yeah. oh, I, uh, did Yoni put it up? Because if he didn't, I'm not watching it. No, Yoni did not put it up. Yoni is gone, man. Sorry. It, is uh, it fake Yoni? Did they fire? Did they I hire a new social media guy? I think it's fake, fake Yoni at this point. Oh, Jesus. That, I don't know. It might just all be stuff that he programmed to run when he was still there. It might so be he's got, he's <laughs> got an algorithm. Yeah. He's got a Lucha really Underground well. algorithm. Yes, really well. One seasons are going to start up again. He's the it's, only one who knew. It's Bot Yoni. And if Bot Yoni <laughs> is listening, retweet me and I'll stop burying you. It's that simple. Dang. And I won't bury you. And honestly, I will never stop burying you. So (laughs) I like New Yoni as a person. I don't I don't know who he is. Uh, I you know, I don't I don't live tweet the show ever since El Ray decided to just completely fuck me and start doing split feeds, probably like season two ish. And uh, I couldn't just come home from work and watch it at five o'clock because that shit was dope. You do actually know New Yoni. You've actually spoken to New Yoni before. Oh no, I know who he Whoa. is. I, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I, I I think I've spoken to him many times actually. But uh, I like New Yoni. Well, New Yoni, New Yoni last week had a clip out uh, that Byron helped him produce. That was really? pretty good. That got that got a lot of viral love. 
That's you know what's really great about that fucking clip? You know what the best life. fucking genius thing that they fucking did about that? They put it out like 10 minutes before the fucking show airs. So when I get an email saying, hey, do you think you could get so-and-so to retweet this? I'm fucking home. We're at the end of our day, and I'm about to watch the show. That's good, good PR. Oh, I didn't right know there. you got asked. You got asked if the man would retweet. He probably would have if you had, if it had dropped yeah. four hours earlier. He <laughs> retweeted it the next day, and then he's like, "Wait, the show was on yesterday," and he got sad because you fucking did it. Like when the show was in its first commercial. Why don't you do it the day before, the morning of? You don't like. Should have hired Irvin. Should have hired Irvin. I, I just realized how much um, Byron looks yes. like uh, Steve Kerr, you know, the Skinner. <laughs> Man, I haven't even – I have gone through one sentence of my notes for this episode so far. Oh, it's it, it's cool, man. I could, I could summarize. Let's take a question from the chat room. Oh, Zeus said, I want to get, I wanna get to Crab's earlier question, so let me finish Zeus, this Ricky thing. But this is more important. Zeus said, LOL, corporate Justin. It's funny because Mr. Krabs's question, I have literally said that on the show maybe five times already. Okay, so <laughs> that's not even a question, Byron. Guys, I let like Justin that, talk. I like that uh, Jack's whole I hate snakes thing. Um, but the fact that he seems to be not on the same page with the Worldwide Underground worries me for Jack's sake. Oh, I'm worried for Jack's sake because he already well publicized that he quit the company. I was just gonna say, I hope it doesn't lead to him oh. quitting. Yeah, uh, tweeting about it repeatedly, which is How funny. Does he tweet? He tested. Oh, he just got a burner no, phone. No, he got a computer, dude. Oh my god. Yeah, he's he's full now. He's full blown now. But this is what happens what? when you ain't got no job. You got to get on a computer and start looking for one. <laughs> Oh, horrible, horrible. He's got a computer. He's got a visa. Everything's cool, man. Everything's cool. Guys, I have this theory that Ricky Mundo may have killed Angelico. What do you guys think about that? I, I think it's absolutely horrible. I, I mean, of course, that's where they're going. Um, we've said it on the show before. You know, for someone who's in every chat, someone sure doesn't pay a lot of attention to what we say. Well, I mean, look. I know you're not but, talking but, about me. But no, we're, we're talking, talking about, about we're talking about someone else with crabs. I, I love <laughs> I love the whole like Mundo saying you know has anyone seen Angelico? I owe him an ass beating. It was like, yeah, it was it was the biggest fuck you of a character write off of all time. You know, like <laughs> going into this season, we had heard you know EB Dub on the show say that like if care if people wanted out. Just give us the opportunity to write you out. But that also means, like, if you go out and you don't give us the opportunity, we're probably going to fuck you over royally. Or, you know, hey, if you do, you know. get you get Sammy Callahan's. But, hey, it's all good. Oh, Hollywood, baby. Be, I think it would be hilarious if, like, the past two seasons, he got hurt and he's out the whole season and he, ca he comes back for, like, the one little bit at Ultima Lucha. Like, and Helico Nucha Underground is just one comeback at the last show. And this season, it gets even smaller. And he's just like, he, he he's in like a Modelo commercial at the last show. And, and, he, gets, I mean? and he gets hurt somehow. And he blows his knee. Fucking <laughs> Yeah, he, Tony Ferguson's himself in a dark TV studio. 
Oh. <laughs> oh. Poor Ed Helico. It's not his fault. Fuck. Hey, guys. It's, hey, it's guys. His Justin, fault. Guys, shut up. Let Justin read his notes. He worked oh, hard okay. on him. Yeah, I didn't really, but I'll do it anyway. You worked really hard for him on him. All right, so you got Jack's put up or shut up challenge, which brings us to our new Lucha Underground superstar, uh, Sunny Kiss, known in Lucha Underground as Exolicious. That Fuck guy you. is smuggling hams in his trousers. <laughs> yes, Just yes. Tramp smuggling. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, he's he's fucking great man uh that so what did you think casey i mean this was your first your first real experience of the the exoliciousness right well yeah not not of sunny kiss but of exolicious yeah and man okay the one note that i took of the match and i mean metal note because i'm not gonna write shit down who the fuck you talking to yeah you can't spell uh, yeah exactly i'm I'm not trying to be an english teacher or fucking anything but uh dude fucking anything um that my my thing was the axe kick from the top. The split axe kick should have been the fucking finish because that was spectacular. Holy shit. That, that move was fucking amazing. And it looked like it yeah. killed Jack Evans. And it might have killed Jack Evans a little bit, but the man doesn't die. Well, man, we were concerned. From, from talking to the agents, I will say that there was... I guess a bit of a debate of which which one of Sonny's awesome moves would be the finish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because Sonny came in with so many cool different things and they didn't know if they wanted to go mellow or big or with some kind of slam or one of the top rope moves. I mean, because Sonny has a bunch of those. that And and I think they were trying it out a little bit because in this match you saw Sonny land a few of those moves that kind of end in a split. And as the season progresses, the move set for the exolicious character, I think becomes a little more defined after this first match. But yeah. I think it's great in this first match because you get to see Sonny just kind of throw all his shit in there. I would say out of all of the debuts of a Lucha Underground character, that this was the best at actually showcasing the talent in the ring uh, of well, anyone. Exolicious won. And it's customary to losing your debut. Yeah, that and they found the perfect opponent for him. Jack Evans is fucking great. Yeah, they, yeah. They should I don't just... know if Jack was happy about it or not, but w whether he was or not, the work that he put in in that match deserves to be applauded because it got Sonny over. His promo that you see, if you go watch that put up or shut up challenge that I'm talking about, helped. Because again, this crowd was fucking dead. This crowd was not into it. And this could have been a catastrophe. A brand new performer coming out who's working at a not exotico gimmick, but clearly yeah. doing like a gay thing. And the crowd is not expecting it or doesn't know anything about Sonny at all. If Jack hadn't worked that crowd for that moment, that could have been a fucking catastrophe. It could yeah. have been fucking crickets in that place. It um, was important because Sonny is also, or Exolicious was such a pure baby face. Pure baby and, face. And, and, and I don't know if that was the way it was. It had to be the way it was intended with Jack in there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Dude, no, they they uh, they definitely wanted him to be cheered. They The audience loved him, and they popped for all of his moves huge. Yeah, and I mean, the crowd was a little quiet at first. Like, what what are we seeing? Who is this? Are we supposed to I know popped. this person? And, and then, um, so, but then what happened was, Sonny does a, a a dive at one point right out in front of the believers. And a fucking cross body over the top rope. Then there's this, um, you know, 
this booty shake moment, this first the first twerk, and it was directed at me, Byron, and Vic specifically. Mm-hmm. And then we just all kind of looked at each other, and then we're like, "Yeah, we're gonna pop for that." <laughs> and then everybody started popping after that, and the whole thing was just like you know infectious. And then if you watch the match. At the end, somewhere towards the end, you see Johnny Ace, who was not sitting in the front row that day, which is a whole nother story. Oh, yeah, I noticed that. And happy birthday to Johnny. It's his birthday today. Oh, shit. Happy birthday, Johnny. It's Um, happy birthday every day for Johnny. That that, that whole situation was (laughs) rectified moving forward. But Johnny was sitting further up in the bleachers. But you see this shot where Johnny is finally like, you know, <laughs> and that was the seal of approval for Sonny. So, like, Sonny, if you didn't know, that was your seal of approval. When Johnny Ace gives you the fucking clap and the, oh, that, that, you have arrived. Yeah, Vince, your arms look big. Oh, <laughs> I'd like to assign you to an NXT contract. I really liked uh, how you looked in your, your underwear modeling. And, uh, yeah, uh, Calbunga. And, and by the I'm way, here with Pat Patterson next. Sunny, <laughs> Sunny Kiss would like you guys all to know that the booty is real. It's real. The okay. booty is real. And there were questions that day. It started off with people like, "Do I want to look?" Okay, now I am looking. Now I don't have a choice but to look. And then the next question is, "Is that shit real?" And then it's, "Where do I get the T-shirt with that ass on it?" Yeah, that's, oh shit! Yeah, uh, man, <laughs> I was just mad over. I was, I was really yeah. happy. Oh, dude, and he did our show. He did our show. Yeah. But I, I was in fucking school, and I didn't that, get to talk to him. Um, Sonny is now probably our third most popular episode. Overnight, that episode uh, tripled in hits. Okay, that's some bullshit because I wasn't on that fucking episode. You guys, whose fault is that? My, should have been there. My teacher. <laughs> we should have been on that episode because uh, yeah. it was a good episode. And it was just us hanging with Sonny. Sonny didn't even really know what to expect. It was just like, look, this is kind of a rite of passage. Welcome to the Lucha Underground family. You got to deal with a bunch of knuckleheads with a stupid podcast. Come on in. And Sonny was <laughs> like, at first was like, do I have to put my camera on? We're like, come on, Sonny. You want you come on. Put the camera on. Go, go put your eyelashes on. Whatever you got to do. Let's do this. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Sonny was was so awesome that night, but was actually kind of nervous about being on the show and didn't really know what to expect. And like the and and we told Sonny that night, like, you just wait, you wait till this shit starts airing because I think Sonny was still thinking, yeah, I mean, they were nice to me when I was at the temple, but is it really going to get over? And what's the edit going to be like? I think Sonny understands now, like, what the fuck he got into. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I wish that the only thing is I wish he got to showcase some of a little bit more of like the strong styles strike exchanges that I've seen him do in the past. It's coming. Uh, awesome, awesome. I'm I'm down for that. It's coming. Yeah. And, and I think because yeah. uh, uh, Sunny Sunny will fuck you up. Like yeah. people in the chat, Sunny will no, fuck you up. I don't think it's a spoiler to say this, but like I said, they they kind of hone in what the the move set is with Sunny a little more, and I know that the agents were working a lot with Sunny. Um, mm-hmm. To just kind of like make sure that it got over and they they really took the time and like we would i would show up there an hour and a half early and i'd see vamp and striker just talking with sunny for like 40 minutes of like how to work on the character and what to do when they when when he came to the ring and stuff um but yeah so i think you you see a little bit less of moves that end in uh the splits 
Mm-hmm. They kind of save that for for more of a high spot moment, and a lot of that gets replaced with a little more of that that East Coast American strong style is what what yeah. it looks like to me. Yeah, makes yeah. sense from where Sonny has wrestled. Right, yeah, because that's where you saw him work, right? Byron was in New York. Yeah, I saw him. Uh, yeah, at a tier one show, and they're defunct now. Um, but uh, yeah, I saw him uh, out, and I think um, Brooklyn. Out so that, was that when my... you got to meet the legendary Hoke? I met Hoke. I took a Mark photo with Hoke right in front of Leo Rush, and then I know so Leo Rush and walked away. It was awesome. He should have been. He should have been Puma Junior. Damn it. Well, he's on 205 now, isn't he? I know. Leo Rush would have been the best Puma Junior, and then he could have pissed off the whole locker room at Lucha Underground instead. Oh! Um, I guess he wasn't ready for Oscar. Oh! Are you ready for Oscar? Um, uh, uh, but I, I just want to say one thing about Exolicious. Exolicious, um, I, I think if you don't know too much about him, you should definitely should listen or watch our podcast to hear him, uh, uh, just to learn about him in his own words. Um, but there's been a bit of a, like the comments about him on online, not all of them are positive. Some of them are what you kind of would expect out of wrestling fans. Um, it's, I think it's important to distinguish that he's not an exotico. Not an exotico. It's very important. Uh, yes, I agree. Sonny does not want to be classified as an exotico. He's not cross dress. He is not trans mm-hmm. anything. He mm-hmm. is openly gay male wrestling performer. Period. Yeah. <laughs> and, none, and none of those other things. Right, because right. like uh, they don't do it in the states, but you know a lot of the commentary in Mexico when they're exoticos, they refer to them as her. Sometimes you know there's a whole thing. So you know, look, man, it's like if Byron's name was Robert and he wanted to be called Bob, and I insisted on calling him Robert, I'd be a fucking asshole, right? That's how I feel about the whole thing. So I also, I also, Byron I also think Byron the difference. Okay. I also think the difference is like when Pimpy comes out. That's a really cool and fun part of the show, but you're not gonna look at Pimpy to fuck someone up and be a serious competitor and a, you know work work the way to, to the what? main event. You know what I mean? What did you I say? Just on the China ground. I'm just saying. Uh, what? Uh, see, you gotta. Am I wrong? Yes. Pimpy um, will <laughs> chop the shit out of you. Pimpy will no, fuck I, you up. But oh, you're saying God. in the main event program because of the nature of the gimmick. That's yeah. Well, and that's and, and that's part of exactly what Sonny was telling us. And you guys should go back and check out that interview if you're digging Sonny kids and you're listening to the show and you haven't seen that interview. Sonny is very and it comes a little later in the interview, but Sonny is very specific about the fact that he wants he didn't want to do a lot of intergender stuff. Like he doesn't want to get put in the category of being one of the girls. Right. Um right. specifically. Which in Lucha Underground is weird because the girls aren't even considered one of the girls. They just wrestle whoever to fuck. Yeah. But um he really wanted to be seen wrestling other men because that is the weight class. That is the style of performing that he does. He doesn't do, um, you know, the moveset may have some moments that are feminine in certain respects, but they're done femininely from a gay male and not in a female fashion. And he wants to wrestle the other people that are same size, strength, athletic ability, and agility as him, which honestly is the people at the top of the game, you know, intercontinental style, you know, and, and whatnot, maybe not Braun Strowman size, but who the fuck is. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's 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 just it's very important how you brand and how you market yourself. And he's been very smart with that. And it's also it's just it's very important to distinguish that. Difference. Yeah, and that that keeps you as a serious competitor and a serious co- performer. It does create some hurdles for Sonny that that Sonny's going to have to 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 deal with in making people not gimmick it and not make it too silly. And we'll see over the course of the season how well Lucha Underground does with that. You know, there's yeah. some, there are some moments where Pimpy and Masquerita are gimmicky or the things that Stryker is saying on commentary uh, kind of take you back to the more comical AAA style. And that is a part of Lucha Libre. Mm-hmm. And, and the Exotico tradition and the mini tradition in, in Lucha Libre is very much the comic relief. Um, and it's going to be a test of Lucha Underground to see if they can take a character like Exolicious and make him a serious, credible contender without going into that silly realm. Because as much as we've seen the in-ring stuff, we haven't heard what the commentary is, and that can really skew it one way or the other. Oh, yeah, we got plenty to say about the commentary. But I, I do think the commentary is going to be very, very good for Exolicious. I think Stryker, Stryker's from the same, uh, you know, neck of the woods, um, the, you know, the Northeast, the tri-state area. So, um, Well, yeah, and I think Stryker put in a lot of, of time helping to groom Sonny um, in this role based on what, you know, DJ and Roach were thinking for the, for the part. So, and I know Evie Dub's a fan. Evie Dub's a huge, huge Exolicious fan. And I know that, you know, like we talked about Dante Fox in previous seasons, that's the way Evie Dub talked about uh, Exolicious this whole season. So next time we have him on here, now that you've yeah. seen the character, I think he'll be able to to rant and and express how happy he is uh, with Sonny's performance in that role and, and what they got out of Sonny this season. Yeah, and because of that, I don't mean to keep trying to get the last word in, but I just want to say because I think that Sonny is, to me, Sonny was the biggest signing of Lucha Underground because, I mean, you, you can't compare him to like a Jack Swagger, Jake Strong, because that guy was already made. And now he's more badass than ever, but it, that's a different signing. Like they brought someone who most people didn't know in first show. Sunny yeah, I mean, you're bringing somebody out of uh, obscurity because for the most part, I mean, Sonny is a regional Northeast performer, and that's it on, yeah. on small shows. I, I, I got to disagree with Byron just to be a dick and to get the last word in for real in that, that. Um, Sammy G. Sammy G is a DDT competitor, so that automatically moves him to the head of the signings. Sorry. Yeah, but I think he was he was on the map a little bit more on the global map more than than Sunny Kiss with Lucha Underground fans for sure. He just wrestled yeah. Speedball and it. I heard it was good, so I gotta go watch that fucking match. Oh, um, you heard that match was good. Speedball, wow. Speedball, and Sammy G. Holy shit! Like uh, that's got to be amazing. But Speedball is leaving Japan for a while, unfortunately. Uh, hopefully he doesn't get stopped at the border and banned from going to Japan like he is in the United States. <laughs> um, oh, all right, so let's see him. Yeah, right. we got to see him for like the last. Casey, time. shut the fuck up. Justin has notes. No, I, I don't. I don't see a piece of paper, Byron. Where's the no, fucking Byron. list? Where's the list? Oh, oh, they're all here. look at they're all typed and fancy. Yeah, there's notes, two pages of them. How the hell do you have time to do this shit?
All we right, got to uh, keep this under an hour, gentlemen. Yeah, we we, we missed because <laughs> we did twenty minutes without your dumbass already. Um. Anyway, Show so started after I, I will talk about the next part of Lucha Underground, which is the crowd did not like Cage attacking Penta. The crowd wants Cage to be a babyface. Lucha Underground Temple loves Cage. However, you put Cage in there with Pentagon standing across from Cage, it doesn't help either of them. Like like, uh, like I've said, everyone they put him against, I like more. Why can't they have him wrestle Son of Havoc or something? <coughs> <coughs> yeah. Well, I feel I, I, I just that, that moment, especially on this particular day where everyone was tired and beat up. And, you know, we I think we had already seen Aztec Warfare and it was like, so now we're leading to this because we didn't get the lead up to the Matanza match the way we thought we would. That was actually filmed the next day. We get this weird cage moment because they they knew that they were filming out of order. But so the crowd was just kind of bewildered. The crowd was angry because they wanted to cheer for cage. And then poor Pinta is standing across from Cage. And it's like, but Cage isn't doing a heel turn. So you're trying to get his, this baby face over on your most over tweener character. It didn't, it just didn't work. There's nothing about yeah. it that works emotionally. Like in ring wise, sure, great. Cage and Pinto light it up. Awesome. Love it. Great. But this is one of the problems that Lucha Underground has. Like, if you take Cage Penta, put that as your title match on some indie without having to get there with a storyline, it's fire. It's great. It's awesome. But when you're trying to set it up with a storyline at Lucha Underground, and the storyline makes perfect sense. Cage wants to be the next contender. He doesn't have to yeah. be a jerk about it. Like, look, I'm calling you out. I'm going to fucking make your life hell because I want your goddamn belt. Storyline makes perfect sense. The crowd is just never going to get into that, though. Like, so what do you do? This is exactly the problem that Roach and DJ have talked about for years of why they were afraid to put the belt on Penta. But aren't they doing it to themselves by putting him up against Cage? Honestly, if they just make him a little more dastardly before he does this stuff, they wouldn't have this problem. Who, Cage? Yeah, like just have them like. What? But why even do that? The the whole crowd, the TV audience, everyone wants Cage to be like the top babyface. I mean, Cage uh, is kind not, of a son of a bitch, top, though. Not, come on, not the top babyface. Cage is kind of a son of a bitch, but he has the. But like Pentagon is a son of a bitch too. I mean, it's you know Cage is not Stone Cold Steve Austin. No. No, but, but he came in. He ripped the he ripped the uh, the original belt in half. Like he desecrated Lucha Underground at first. It was trying to murder Puma. You know what I mean? Like he to be fair, yeah. To be fair, that belt was really crappy. <laughs> Just, he yeah. did us all yeah. a favor. He could still wear it around his neck. <laughs> at least I one of his biceps. <laughs> yeah. As long as we don't have to see his dick, because we, we went through a whole segment without talking about Cage's moose knuckle, Byron, and I know what people Jesus. expect. I have, I have read on the internet that he has the best penis, and he has the best butt. Um, but yeah. Byron, but Byron, 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 you're assuming that when she says that, that's not one of her botches. Yeah, maybe she she was like, Speaking 
I don't understand why you guys hate on her. I like no, it's, I like her a lot, and I think she's great, and I think she's like you couldn't really, you couldn't really replace her, but uh, because she really embodies Lucha Underground. You've you know almost what I mean? said like, that you're almost not laughing. You're trying not to laugh when you're saying. I'm this, saying that tell. she she embodies the spirit of Lucha Underground more than saying words correctly would do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah. No, but I know it's I know it's funny, but I I mean it sincerely though. Like she's working <laughs> in angles, she's one of the faces of Lucha Underground. I even find the botches adorable. Well, I also didn't like that there was a snooty person behind me, Ultima Lucha Tress, that asked me to sit down, and it was one of her friends. Oh, was that what happened to you? Now it all makes sense. But you know, if your head just wasn't so fucking big. I got a lot right. of brains in there. Heed! Down in front! All right, well, we're talking about Melissa, so we have to talk about the next scene that I like to call Phoenix Slips Melissa Some Tongue. Oh, he'll cry himself to sleep on his oversized pillow tonight, Justin. He's a bird of war. Oh, uh, uh, that that was... Uh, who, Urban does, has notes. Has Skip, does Skip watch Eric Roberts' movies? Is that, oh, a is that what's Roberts. happening? That's an oversized pillow, man, damn it. Uh, illustrating uh, illustrating the fact god man I, I i think that kiss was a little too graphic for television it made me feel uncomfortable it was on after 10 p.m it and... wasn't it wasn't a 10 p.m no it wasn't no Eastern. <laughs> <laughs> you agreed with me though you don't really agree no because i watched it late <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I felt like I was watching an episode of Silk Stockings and I'm trying to watch this shit at work and people could walk in and see this fucking makeout session with actual tongue. Uh, it was wildly inappropriate. You watch Thucha Underground to learn how babies are made. Well, apparently I, I, I like that, you know, he, he does his, uh, you know, she says, I can't lose you. And he says, don't worry. Last time I won this thing. You know, I have a thousand lives, and then she gives them, the, and they all belong to me. Yeah, fucking clingy. Jesus Christ. I love it. It was cool. totally the, the telenovela. No, it actually better man. than a lot of telenovelas. You know I, what? They did a great job with the scene. And was he, that Phoenix? Like, was he yeah. acting in scene, or was yeah. that overdubbed? That was good. No, that was him, and you know what? Phoenix is just going to stay dead to get away from her because she's too clingy. <laughs> so, you know he secretly loved doing this scene though right he was like oh shit i get to kiss all up on brian's girl you know he was liking that shit there was someone by the way there's a bunch of dumb fucks on facebook having a legitimate conversation about cage and phoenix having a shoot fight in the parking lot at lucha underground over melissa really? they're pulling up old tweets and shit and they're like they're just they're trying to just lower the bar for humanity as much as possible. Melissa hasn't had any heat with anyone since about a month into her pregnancy. <laughs> Are we talking ex-wife? Is that what? Yeah, I mean that, okay. that, that whole thing I... was over so long ago. <laughs> yeah, months ago. Well, yeah, I mean, she had the baby like ten minutes ago, and she was wrestling last night with Cage at yeah. bar. They fucking she's tagged doing, together last night against Doomfly. She's doing medium spots. It's pretty cool. Fucking crazy. I can't even believe that that woman had a baby like this year. Yeah. The first weekend insane. at taping, we would just turn to each other and be like, six weeks, dude. God bless her. I mean, it, dude, it wasn't even six weeks at the first taping. It was four. 
four weeks four weeks or something crazy like i thought you know and we had speculated like oh are they gonna have to replace melissa for this crabs has a question justin you gotta answer it okay no give it to me i i I want the crabs give me the crabs byron oh jesus Give me the crabs, Byron. Come on. Oh, God. Oh, no, no. I wanted you to read it. Oh, why do I have to read it? I'm not even looking at the chat. Do I have to look at the chat? Please do. Whose baby is Melissa pregnant with? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, baby. All right. Yeah. We are clearly, we are clearly, we are clearly this young man's only source of information. So. I think you should listen Let's to the, the way great. Let's set listen the to the okay. I'll do it. Listen to the way too real podcast, and they will tell you. <laughs> no. no. So what really happened? Uh, what had happened? What What really happened is four weeks what, ago. What had happened was Melissa sat down <laughs> in a tub, but I had been in that shower earlier in the day and there had been some girly posters that had been left in the locker room justin you're gonna get yourself stuck writing checks for 18 years no i'm saying cholo had left some dirty magazines in the locker room you better be careful man so i went in there and i i rubbed one out oh god and then she just happened to sit in it Oh Jesus! Hold on, secondhand Hold on, Justin. Are you saying that you <laughs> spanked the monkey in my towers? I'm saying that that this is how babies are. Made. This is why I had my son killed, Justin, because all he did was get colonics and jerk off. <laughs> he did cocaine too. No, lots of cocaine. Can we give him the real story? Uh, Brian Cage and Melissa Santos had a baby uh, a while ago, <laughs> quite some time ago, and she had had the baby right before Lucha Underground. So everyone was speculating, oh, she won't be there because she just had a baby who goes back to work weeks later at a fucking violent wrestling show when they just had a baby and, and she'll be all self-conscious and she'll be all fat and whatnot. Girl came back looking good as hell, got right in the ring, did her shit like she had not missed a beat. She came right back and has has not missed a step ever. Justin, when my wife gave birth to the monster Matanza, she was in the ring the next night. <laughs> yes. We ran out of a ring skirt, so we had to use her parts to make one. <laughs> Matanza was a really big baby. It means yeah. massacre in Spanish. <laughs> there is a reason for that. So amazing! Oh, all all yeah. the things, all the things that have happened. Anyway, yeah. Um, and so right after this segment, you know what you get? You know what happens what? next on the show? A lot more gratuitous shots of Justin and Byron clapping. Yeah, Woo! yeah. There was the one that you guys stared longingly at each other first that made me kind of uncomfortable. I'm like, oh, <laughs> am I gonna have to buy a wedding present? It was definitely like. Uh, Coming up next on Lucha Underground. Oh, man. So delirious. I regret so many things about that very first day of season four taping. Oh, excuse me. The racist fan has a question. And I hope it's about how I don't let any Mexicans in the temple anymore. Oh, 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 the shirt is really fucked up now. (laughs) Justin, the shirt is really fucked up now. Urban's on wardrobe patrol. Justin, <laughs> Justin showing some cleavage. What the fuck? 
Oh, Paul, Jesus. Paul Cross says we were on the show too much and he started to boo. <laughs> I hope you get into a car accident. Damn, what the hell? Wow. Jesus Christ. Violent. You could just ban him from the chat, Byron. Fuck. Oh, okay. Don't ban Paul. You can I, I like how I stopped the show to answer answer racist fan rock's question. And, or Papa Cueto did, I'm sorry. And he doesn't better? ask he doesn't ask the fucking question. He doesn't ask the question. What is, what is the the Cueto factor beverage? I don't even know what the fuck that oh means. Oh my god! Why? Wow. Is he asking what? You got to answer it. Cueto's beverages. It says, "What is the Cueto factor beverage?" I don't even I don't even know. I don't even know. Uh, I think would that's something be, we've been thinking would about. Would it be for a, a pina colonic? Would it be Justin? That is when you get the shit sucked out of your ass and then they put a pineapple right in. <laughs> I'm just glad Justin's shirt is finally buttoned With the skin, Justin. Did I get the top button too? <laughs> you, you know what? You might as well just button the top and then just unbutton the other ones. <laughs> Yo, just go straight up. For real, Vatos? There you go, Cholo. I do not, I do not feel comfortable doing a podcast with you now, Justin. <laughs> I feel as though I need to keep you out of the ring in my temple. All right, I'm going to talk about Phoenix now. I'm going to say good things about Phoenix. Do it. I love Phoenix. Yeah. The dope rope stuff. Just the rope work is just. Hey guys, what's the name of this meal I'm about to eat? <laughs> What did I say? Coming, coming shrimp. Coming shrimp. <laughs> you know he he it read says, that. It says coming shrimp power bottom. Yeah. That explains that's, the salmon, the salmon jacket. Uh, I, I hope you didn't buy that from a gas station. You know it's gonna lead you right. He got oh. it from the same place he gets his pink socks from. We oh. oh. yes, from Matanza. Oh. Phoenix was on. Fire in this match. <laughs> you know why Matanza has blood on the front of his pants? I just watch the number of viewers just go down and down it's, and down. I love it. It's, it's fine. It's going really south. I'm probably yeah, getting food poisoning right now. Oh, my God. Um, can I just say that I was so excited for this match because it's a replay of my favorite match in Lucha Underground history, but they added a guy that I know is going to lose because he was a whiny bitch about wanting to get out of his contract on Twitter. So, Who was that? Not Phoenix or Mil Muertes, I'll tell you that much. That was that was Sammy. So here's the real interesting, <laughs> the real interesting thing about this. At the time when we're watching this match, we're basically, Byron and I are just looking at each other like, fuck, this is it. And this is the other weird thing about it is we have to enjoy this match because we were pretty darn sure that uh, Phoenix and and Sammy Callahan were being written off the show. Yeah, we know that Phoenix still at the time we were like, oh well, Phoenix still has heat with Dorian, you know, and they're still never got over their AAA thing. And Sammy is probably the guy that was griping to Evie Dub about how he wanted out of his contract because everyone knew that Sammy had always wanted to go to Impact. And we thought that this was basically the hey, show up and we'll write you out moment for Sammy. Um, I won't say how that turns out, period. But uh, yeah, they got buried. <laughs> yeah. um, Sammy more than Phoenix. I mean, Phoenix, yeah, he lost clean and he was put in there, but he got to look like a hero first. Right. Uh, Sammy got absolutely fucking murdered by Ivelisse with a hammer. And Well, yeah. So 
I'm going to talk about some of the inside stuff that you would only know if you were there. The uh, the flowers, first of all, there was a lot of flower spots. I don't even think you see them all in the show, but they got everywhere, and they made all the mats super slippery. Um, they actually took up the Modelo mats for this match, I believe, which made it even more slippery, which was strange to us that night. Um, maybe they didn't want to wreck them. We couldn't. I don't know if we could figure that out, but that also took a lot of time. Them to Have you the ever drank Modelo? I mean, yeah. yeah. You, you got to get rid of that shit. It just fucking hurts your stomach, man. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love the Modelo Negro. <laughs> there goes that sponsorship. Oh. But then, um, so everything was slippery, like, seconds into the match. The guys, when they were running around the ring, like, Sammy does his spot where he runs around. He was, like, slipping and falling and sliding. Bunch of shit you never saw. Uh, Do you know what else was slippery, Justin? <laughs> the pink sock. <laughs> my butt, my butthole lips from all the violence. <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it. I'm I, not. I didn't stop you. Yeah, I could have oh. stopped you. I have a mute button. I didn't stop it. Uh, so okay, this um, match was awesome though, dude. Um, the table spots too, though. So they set up that table over in front of the Believers Bleachers, and uh, apparently they're having tables shipped in from New Japan now. Ah. because that they they went for that table several times and and it was a lot slower in real life than what you actually saw on television when they finally got to it but those guys were like bumping and acting days and like talking to each other like hey, are we going to keep going for this table or do we just say fuck it like <laughs> or, or just just throw mill at it because his ass is way bigger and I'll just take that table right the fuck out well they blew they blew the first spot on the table because it was too damn slippery out there oh man um, yeah, so note, note to self, when doing a casket match, you know, funeral flowers is one thing, but maybe not putting them all around the ring because they or were every, they had more of them because it were, there were three caskets and each casket had, uh, mm -hmm. one of the guy's faces spray painted on it. Or maybe don't mm -hmm. put water and get fake flowers. You know, that could work too. Possibly. Authenticity. Yeah, I guess, I guess. But it did, it took like three or what four spots to finally get milk to the table. But the uh, just a good old fashioned power bomb got it done. Yeah, yeah. It's um, you know, I I liked this match a lot. It was everything I wanted in a wrestling match, pretty much. It was really fucked up and violent, and uh, I thought it came across good on TV. I just have one gripe with it, and I What's know I talked to you guys about it. It's the announcing, because Byron can pull some video evidence here for us where DJ was on our show talking about how the announcers don't know about the backstage bits, which has been established. Right. Nurban, I know you know that too, right? I, I don't know anything, man. Like, this has always been a about? thing on the show, that the announcers don't know what's going on backstage, right? Nurban, just, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Suddenly, <laughs> Vampiro and Matt Stryker both knew all of Mil Muertes' backstory about being buried in the fucking uh, earthquake, and we're filling us all in on commentary. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't really make a lot of sense. Because they're not, they're really not supposed to acknowledge the supernatural stuff on commentary either. But I mean, they kind of have to now because they have people teleporting in front of them, right? Like, they got to acknowledge some of it. But it's, you know, I, I just thought it sucked because that's one more thing that they're taking out of the show that made it unique. Right. What's the other thing? 
Oh, geez, a lot of stuff. What is that? Lucha Libre? The Mexicans, Byron. Yeah, I think like, that's the other thing like, that Casey is all missing. The actual, all the actual luchadors uh, and the <laughs> ones that they have just wrestle on like five other shows anyway now. So it's like they're, they're not unique there either. Let's let's have half the roster do impact, you know. But again, it didn't really hurt this episode. Oh, and uh, the, the thing I liked about this match too is this was at the point in time when there had been all this hubbub about how there was nothing to jump off of in Lucha Underground. And this is the very first day, the very first set of tapings. And here's Phoenix standing at the top of this motherfucker, all the way up in the rafters, up on top of this new structure that's supposed to be the elevator or cold storage shaft or whatever. And he takes a jump, which scared the shit out of everybody live because it looked like he was going to overshoot that standing room and actually land in the open spot down by the bleachers and really fuck himself up. It was a great spot, you know. Oh, man. Probably was also be Drago. Drago. Yeah. Face bumping on the fucking mat. Oh, Phoenix took some bad bumps in this one, <laughs> at too, least they, yeah. At least they edited some of the Drago face plants out. Shit, man. Um, I got to put over that uh, that shot at the top of the stairs with Mill coming out of the doors where they're like, where's Mill Muertes? And he's like, here's Johnny. Fucking right. great. That's yeah. great. Will also did, however, break those fucking doors because <laughs> they were they were already fucked up during Aztec warfare that night. And then once Mill did that, those doors were not right the next day, and they were uh, they were an issue that whole weekend because of how much those heavy refrigerator doors. Yeah, <laughs> on bad casters. Yeah, the hey. fucking the fucking Star Trek fucking uh, doors. Should have hired Urban. Totally should have done sound effect. Okay, so we have to talk. We have to talk about the the evilies in the room. I don't say the elephant Woo! in the room anymore. We have to talk about the evilies in the room. No, oh, she came out with a with a hammer and she started screaming stuff. And then Vampiro kills all of the uh, dramatic tension of the thing by saying, "You better not come late to her." Well, well okay. <laughs> I gotta I gotta ask Casey before I even talk about this. How did this look in, in urban you too? If you did you see this one, Urban? I don't know if you saw that, but I haven't seen shit. I live in Texas. I don't have cable. <laughs> so I want to know, Casey, how did this look on TV to you with the hammer? I thought it looked fine. I mean, it looked kind of stupid when she kept hitting him with the stick. But right. uh, you know, if the first couple shots looked fairly good, and uh, you know, they put a little sound effect in there that made him sound kind of cool. And Which, Sam by the way, I like. I know you guys hate the sound effecty thing, but I, I, I see those fucking Batman pow, zip, bang. Like every time they oh, do those, that's season five, Justin. Don't worry. Those ridiculous right. sound effects. I feel that that comic book nature that they're going for. Personally, God, I like. Spoiler it. alert! Jesus. <laughs> yeah, and that's before that's before someone on Reddit says we just confirmed season five. No, we didn't. Uh, but yeah, this. Uh, I thought it looked good. I thought it was when he started bleeding, even though it was a really weird edit jump cut to him bleeding. Yeah, I'll explain why that happened in a minute. Yeah, so, I, somebody has to show me this because uh, I have to see this. I, I'm interested in the jump cut. <laughs> so it's weird. So what happens is there's what happens and then there's clearly what was supposed to happen. And then there's whatever actually ended up on TV. Mm. And they are three completely different things. So what you get on TV is Ivelisse comes to the ring. She grabs a, a, a brings a hammer with her and she proceeds to pretty much break Jeremiah's hands while he's holding onto the ropes dangling above the open coffin. Um, but he doesn't fall in right there. He kind of fights his way back. 
but then she goes for his hand again. When she went for his hand again, I believe she was supposed to go for a headshot then, but didn't. Mm. That third time she went for the hands broke the hammer. <laughs> um, which you see on the show. We thought that they were going to probably edit that out. Um, and then, and then, you know, a few seconds later for what you see on the show, she's <laughs> taking the butt end of it and kind of doing the triple H sledgehammer version of hitting somebody <laughs> and, then, yeah, and kind of knocks him into the coffin with the butt end of the hammer. Um, but doesn't hit him too hard. Cause I think she's afraid she's going to break what's left of the prop. <laughs> and then they kind of close the casket and move on. Um, what I believe was intended to, or, or what we saw, let me tell you what we saw live. What we saw live is she, she comes out, she does the hand things, and then the hammer breaks. And then Sammy is looking around, and she's looking around, and they don't really know what to do. There's uh, both Knox and Marty are refing the match. You can tell that they're in the headset trying to figure out what to do, like if they do the go home for this moment, or if they're waiting on a new prop, or what. So DJ um, was yelling at somebody, right? Yeah, and like the, the whole thing broke down, and, and Evie wasn't really covering, and it was her spot. Like, you know, Sammy's just up there holding on because he's supposed to fucking die and fall into the coffin. Damn. And clearly there's supposed to be a headshot coming. It is uncomfortably long, the amount of pause. I don't know if he gigged himself or if that was hard. I think he actually stopped and bladed in there somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, For the headshot. Well, and if he then, was professional, he would have. <laughs> You know, Evie looks back to Marty and gets some kind of sign. I didn't see what Marty said to her, but then she still doesn't do anything. And she's kind of like pretending like she's going to hit him or yelling at him or something. And then Sammy finally says under his breath, like, just fucking hit me or go ahead and just do it or something. And then she finally starts wailing him with the with the butt end of the hammer and puts him in the coffin and at the same time, I'm pretty sure I saw somebody from props at the side where Stolman would have been. I bet Stolman would have actually handled this. But yeah. somebody come out from the side with another hammer or a wrench or some other kind of prop. Because clearly the spot was that she was literally supposed to murder him. She was supposed mm. to bash his fucking oh, head wow. in. Oh, wow. And murder Bye. the guy. Bye. But that spot didn't happen that way. And they put him in the coffin. And the crowd was dead. Everyone was confused. We didn't understand if he was eliminated because you could feel that nothing <laughs> went the way it was supposed to go in that moment. And this is, you know, one of the two go home spots in the fucking match. Yeah. Right, right. yeah. Horrible. And I don't know if Evie caught shit about it in back or if it, it was not even necessarily her fault. It's a bad yeah. prop. These fake yeah. fucking that was, That's a prop fault. <laughs> yeah. But if she broke it on his head, that would have been kind of cool. But this is the this is the t well again. But she did, and I think that's part of the problem. Like we've seen well, props you, break before, but you got to know how to cover. Like you, the second you the think, prop breaks, you start wailing him with the handle. Well, I mean, if you think like if 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 the prop broke after she hit him in the first place, like <laughs> they could have cut to uh, at least some blood or something on his face, and then put him in the fucking <laughs> casket. But, well, but she hadn't hit him in the head. Oh, which is why which is why it's so weird on the show because you see Jeremiah bleeding from the head before she ever actually hits him in the head in the edit oh, on the show. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, like, why don't you pick up the the top part of the hammer that broke off 
and just, just stab, stab him. him in the eye with it. Yeah, gig him, yeah. gig him. Well, the other part, the other problem is the way that 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 he did the coffin spot. It would have worked if he was bleeding already. If she had hit him a couple times and then pulled back and then gave him a big one that sent him into oh. the coffin. But she yeah. just kind of noogies him up and pushes him right in the coffin. So there's yeah. no cut point to see her hit him and then see the blood. It just didn't work on so many levels. Like it was just it was just a blown spot. Now the good thing is failure to perform under pressure. But kudos to <laughs> Evie Dub and the and the post production team. It doesn't feel that bad when you watch it at all. Like I will give them all the credit in the world. They kind of fixed it in the edit. I'd have to see it. Oh, I'm just watching Pentagon kick the shit out of Caristico right now. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Showed up in CMLL, which we called on the show. Um so that's happening right up. now? Yeah, uh, well, it happened like a half hour ago. Right, and Phoenix yeah. was there tonight too, right? Uh, yeah, he wrestled uh, Cabernario, I think. Uh, I have to watch that. Yeah, I yeah, me too, me too. That sounds like good stuff. I'm sure that's what uh, Mutter is doing right now. Did you guys think this was a a good closing segment? Did you did you, you know, like okay, so, I mean, not like the show, but the match, like that it went back to Phoenix and Mill. I think that's where the focus had to be. Yeah, no, this was great. So, yeah, once Jeremiah was gone, the the problem was the audience was sucked so dry and it was so weird being there for this. I mean, this was the day that if of all days this season, if I could have just missed it and enjoyed it on TV because all the reaction to this week's episode was really good. But for me, it was hard to kind of watch it back knowing what it felt like when we were there and how exhausted we were and how much we wanted yeah. to be into the match, but it was almost a distraction for us at that point. Everyone just kind of wanted to go home. Even Vic was right next to me like, man, I don't know about Lucha anymore, you know? And <laughs> it was just one of those, it was just one of those moments where it was just kind of like, eh. Not, but, not, not Dreads Vic Urban, other Vic. No, other Vic, other Vic. <laughs> Either one though. I mean, they both have been to, to hell of Still. Lucha Underground. <laughs> I guess that's the problem of uh, switching locations. That's well, yeah, it. it was just that night, and <laughs> they, they they couldn't change like they couldn't edit in you know reactions. That was right, <laughs> and honestly, you know, it felt more off in the premiere episode. I don't think this episode on TV feels bad at all. I think it's actually a very good representation. Oh of the no, show it, on TV. I mean, there were a couple weird little things, but it was a great episode. Yeah. I, you know, I still yeah. think last week's was a better episode overall, but this one was really good. I have a question uh, for you guys about uh, the three-way to the grave match. Did they did they make it more green, green, yellow, and the color? Um, I think lights on. It was I, I the think, whole show. No, it was that way that night in the room. Yeah, I, I mean they did, and I don't think that continues. I felt was like it that was something that in the room that was night. That match. It, it definitely it was wasn't match. in the. It wasn't in the Sunny and Jack match for sure. No, it was just that match, Byron. I think remember they changed the lights when they did the processional. You guys don't even, you don't even see the processional on TV either. They did a big processional with the people and the masks and the you know. Oh uh, yeah, Justin's least favorite thing about these matches. Right. <laughs> and they cut it out. I was very happy about that. And um, they still had them take the people out, which is cool. But um, they had dancers and everything. So uh, the the I, one I, weird part, Casey, though, about the the Phoenix and Mill thing was that first big bump that Phoenix takes into the coffin. Oh. He did not land right, and there was a big long pause there 
And I well, think, he landed right on his fucking head. I can yeah, understand that. I think yeah. Knox ran in there to check on him or something. Oh. And there's a big pause there. And, and everyone was kind of breathless of like, damn, did Phoenix just die like the, the wrong way? Like this wasn't – and it wasn't a botched uh, spot on Mill's part at all. Phoenix just took the bump wrong. I think he he over his body. Yeah. <laughs> He, th he threw himself into it. He was trying to sell it and make it look bigger. I think yeah. it, it wasn't the way that, that Mill threw him into it at all. Oh, that's Phoenix. That's Phoenix, <laughs> yeah. exactly. He yeah. did it to himself. Um, but that was kind of scary, and that was pretty pretty sick thud, as they say. But I liked the ending. I liked, you know, the Katrina wanting to hump Phoenix's casket once he died and what? Melissa Bentley being able to announce it like the whole thing was creepy and weird and the ending was good like honestly in the room we were all like cheering when Melissa was like breaking down announcing the winner it was, <laughs> it was so awkward and funny and she played it perfectly I loved yeah, it I thought it, I thought it came off good on the show too you didn't like it it's in the temple and it, we just like we like it when the baby faces are sad in the temple yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, and Mil Marte's fucking rules. Come on, man. It was, but it's a real interesting development. It was really interesting when <clears throat> Katrina shunned Mill. The whole mm. thing was kind of interesting. I liked it. I liked where it was going, and and we're left with like, fuck. Has Lucha Underground just killed off two of its best characters? Have we just killed off Phoenix and Jeremiah? Oh, they killed off one of their best characters in Jeremiah Crane as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, sorry, I don't. I don't think we ever got to see what Jeremiah Crane's character was because everything went wrong for him, and then he wanted to quit. So <laughs> he well, has a whole thing. His ex girlfriend is a half ghost, and he's trying to win her back from an undead non Undertaker. Well, that's hopefully what, what we'll learn? get to see. We'll get to see next week what she does with uh, Phoenix and or Jeremiah's body to bring herself back to life. That will be very uh, interesting. Well, well, Jeremiah's doesn't. He doesn't have <laughs> magic powers. He doesn't have the magic wiener life. Right. So she's really interested in Phoenix. Basically, they're just going to roll Jeremiah's coffin out back and throw it in the dumpster, right? Yeah. Yeah. God, I hope so. I have a question. Yep. <laughs> Byron, do they pay you enough to run the air conditioner in Florida? <laughs> Why? Is he looking sweaty you again? You look very fucking sweaty. <laughs> My face is dry. You look sweaty as hell. Have you not slept in a few days? Is that what? No, I haven't slept in like three weeks. Oh, okay. That, that's that's what it is. Sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to bring that up. <laughs> I took a shower right before the show. My hair might be a little bit wet. All right, He's... Casey, it's your favorite part. The last segment is your boy, Papa Cueto. Oh, you see, Justin. Oh, my God. His uh, cell phone is uh, right next to the microphone. It's, uh, it's not mine. It's not mine. Uh, I, I don't think it's mine. But All right, Justin. Let me tell you how it went down. You see, my son has uh, shackles on his wrist to prevent him from jerking off, you see. And I have the key that contains his soul. And I broke the key. And now he has no soul, but he has the dick of a god. <laughs> you see, and the balls of a man. I like this. Papa Quato's vicious, man. He's basically, you know, he he was sentimental and and insisted that you know if this god was gonna in, inherit his son's body, that his son's soul still be kept in this key, so part of him was still alive. 
yeah, all this so time. Basically, Matanza was losing and was kind of becoming a bitch character because he still had his son's soul in the key, and it kept that sliver of humanity in him that made Matanza just a bitch for the last uh, half of season three and most of this season. And uh, so now, now Matanza is nobody's bitch because he is just a full god. And there was like glowy shit and broken keys and broken shackles and probably some like fucking broken hymens. I don't know. But <laughs> well, I mean, I think I think that Dario basically uh, is dead, and Matanza is is basically just now this this monster and not. Papa Quato's son anymore. It's just this monster, which is great. I love, I love the DJ. This is DJ and Roach's idea of what to do with the monster. Like, man, we made this guy such a monster. What do we do with them in season four? I don't know. Make him even more of a monster, <laughs> which is amazing. Like they've written themselves into a place now where if Matanza doesn't come out and squash for, I don't know, the next five seasons, what have they done? Like, there's I nothing mean, yeah. they can do except either kill the character entirely or just let him squash the shit out of everyone. I mean, they they just stopped short of revealing that he fucked Rey Mysterio to death while he was in the cage as well. Um, uh, I don't think they even got near that. Yeah. Oh, uh, I I felt like it was implied by the blood on his uh, uniform. But well, I think I think that basically they just left Rey in the the Boyle Heights Temple, and that's where he still is. Oh, they, that just sucks. Moved, they just moved shop and just left him there. That sucks. It's hot there. Police yeah. never found the room where he was being kept. I think he's just still down there. Maybe maybe he's sucking on Bale's bones now to stay alive. Oh, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Bones, use, plural. Bones, nobody, like, not bone. Yeah, no, no, nobody's sucking on Bale's bone in this podcast. No, no, Bale, Bale bones. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> the Bale other way. Bone uh, Buy our new MMM show shirts. Bale Bone Marrow. I was yeah. going to actually do the, the episode 100 shirt. By the way, next week, episode 100. Wait, are we doing next week? Are we doing the week after? Are we doing I think three it's months gonna, from now? I think it's going to be next week. Oh, Can, we do it six Can we do it six months from now instead? <sighs> Maybe. It won't really be vacation. episode 100. We no, could do episode just... 101 next week and then just whenever we want, do 100 and just slide it in there. No. Oh, I, yeah. Okay. I, okay. Quit. Yeah. Yeah, you keep copying the heels. That's fine. <laughs> Is that whatever. what you guys did? <laughs> yeah, whatever. You know, I didn't. I couldn't tell because you guys had done like 130 episodes by the time yeah. we were done. Yeah, uh, it was, it was we more did than more that. than that. Yeah. <laughs> I thought yeah. you guys had lost count, and you were like, "Oh shit, we should have done a 100th episode at some point. Let's just okay. do it now." Okay, well, I still know that 99 was famous B, but you know, whatever. <laughs> but. Nine, Famous B was 99 for you guys? Because he was actually supposed to be on tonight, too. And that would have been, yeah. he would have been 99 on both shows. That would have been hilarious. But he is a wrestler and he works on Fridays. Yeah, he got booked. So he was like, yeah. hey, y'all, I can't do that shit today. I got to make some money. Y'all ain't paying shit. So we're just going to bury him for the rest of the show. I ain't going to bury B. I love B. <laughs> no, I do too. He's, he's is a awesome. Dude. Yeah. Uh, I, I do want to bury um, the writers of the show. Uh, <laughs> just because I don't think they're listening to our podcast anymore. I think we're too mean, and I just I, I just want them to say, "Casey, we listen." And we that's love not you. true. I know Evie Dub listened to last week. Oh, did, did he put over? Did they put over Papa Cueto? That's all no, I want. Evie Dub made it a point to establish that he's four years older than than little Matt. 
that that's true but and all he worked at survivor before matt so matt is following clearly he heard steps. byron trying to bury him um and don't forget chris roach has uh <laughs> big brother on the air right now and they're at the part of the season where pretty much all he's going to do is work and not sleep is dj working on big brother this season I don't know. DJ might be over there too. I don't know. He was all, on all I know is that it only takes like seven hours of the day to listen to an episode of our podcast. And they <laughs> no, and that's not true. It there. only takes three and a half if you listen on double speed. I just yeah. want yeah, that's true. I just want them to put over my Papa Cueto impression. I I don't really care if they listen to the rest of it. Like if we could just do you know like if we do the best of Mass Republic. This is all best of Casey's fucking uh, LuchaCentral.com. Casey's Papa Cueto impressions. Man, that would rub a lot of people the wrong way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> talking about fucking colonics and fucking meat curtain ring skirts and shit. What, what do you well, have look, me do the, on this show? The good news yeah. is that if they ever do a Lucha Underground cartoon, I think that you are clearly in the running to play the part. Uh, this, this is good because, you know, I was always mad at the rock and wrestling Hulk Hogan cartoon because you know who Hulk Hogan was on that? It was, fucking, it was fucking Brad Garrett from Everybody Loves Raymond. He was Hulk Hogan Why? on that show. Because Hulk that's, Hogan didn't want to fucking do it. That's perfect casting. I love that. I love everything about that. Hey, here you go. I got you, I got you man. I got you. If, if they're not listening, they should listen because Urban shows up from time to time and they love Urban. That's true. That's true. That might actually get DJ to listen to the show. Yeah, Who's that? probably yeah. not. So I probably should berate DJ a little bit here. Who's DJ? Go out there and dance in your little fucking, you know, stripper outfit. Whatever DJ you fucking whatever. <laughs> God damn. God get damn. out there and dance in your shit. Urban's out here doing things in Texas. Fuck you. Fuck boy. Blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> You just called her. Heel. You just called DJ a fuckboy. That's B O I. Heal for life. I like it. Heal for life, baby. Oh man, the yeah, the 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 Twitter sphere is blowing up about this episode. Um, actually, no, it's not because they're all talking about CMLL right now. That's probably right. That seems about. We right. should rename our podcast CMLL. Oh, dude, yeah, and we should get Dorian to trademark it. <laughs> Like. Um, I will quickly say uh, my predictions for UFC 226, um, mm. which is mm. going to be not this Saturday, but the following Saturday. But we'll probably be too wrapped up doing episode Whoa. 100 stuff. Oh wait, yeah, because it's the Fourth of July weekend, so it'll be the big fan festival and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah, but the uh, the 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 main event is Cleveland Steve, as I like to call him, Stepe Miocic um, versus Daniel Cormier. Um, which well, we know how that's going. It's interesting. Uh, I mean, I I got Stipe. Yeah, but, obviously. But Cormier has never lost at heavyweight. People forget that shit. Nah. Cormier used to be a heavyweight. I know he's the light heavyweight champion right now, and he's moving up for this fight. But mm. I mean, that Strike Force tournament, he won that shit, and he's never lost at heavyweight. The only reason he left heavyweight is because his boy Kane Velasquez was the heavyweight champ. Honestly, let's see. The more heavy, where, where is Velasquez now? 
Man, wow. that dude's knees have not held up for two fights straight in his whole career. Man, I got to say that DC, the more heavyweight he gets, the more he turns into Carl Winslow, and it's disturbing the <laughs> shit out of him. And, and he's going he's gonna to tell Cleveland Steve to go home, Justin. All right. Go home, go home, go home. Cleveland Steve is going to drink some Stipe Weisers. Stomp a mud hole uh, in his ass. <laughs> Who the fuck is this Stipe guy, Justin? <laughs> See the guy from uh, oh fuck, uh, fuck. What am, what's the band? What's R-E-M. the band? R-E-M. R-E-M. Fuck. I, I already ruined the joke. I'm I sorry. Know. Michael Stipe joke was on point, and you fucking ruined it. That's yeah. a really good. That's a really good band. Have you heard the song "The Great Beyond"? Oh my god. What's what's the frequency? Fired. Fired. Has, has, has Byron heard Green Day? What? Have you heard the song Man on the Moon? <laughs> what? Green Day? Have you heard the song Everybody Hurts? I got Green, uh, Green I got Day? Max Holloway in the featherweight title fight over Ortega. <laughs> I know Ortega's okay. beast. Uh, I think this is a close one, but I'm still taking Holloway. That's one I wouldn't put money on. It's really not. You really don't. I mean, <laughs> Ortega's undefeated, right? Or just got... Yeah, he's still undefeated, I believe. Thirteen zero or undefeated in UFC, at least. Shit, there's always uh, a first time for everything. I mean, I, and I think that first time is going to come at Max's hands because Max does have some defeats, one of which is to Conor McGregor. But I think, oh, I think what Max has learned is is stuff that can't be taught until somebody hands it to you. And I he learned how to fold the fuck down. He <laughs> learned how to stay down on the fucking mat. I love it. When is Connor coming back? That son of a bitch. Um, he's supposed to be fighting Khabib eventually. He's uh, guys- he's tied up in the judicial system. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> true. Then you got the most black on black crime fight of all time: fucking Francis Ngannou versus Derek Lewis. Like this is just mean. This is making the two most vicious black men on the planet fight each other for dinner. Yeah, because you know if you're a black man named Francis, you gotta learn how to fight. And I mean, these two dudes have been just knocking people's heads off. And it's like, you know, Derek Lewis claims to be the Black Beast, but that's basically the title that's on the line here. Whichever guy wins this fight is actually the Black Beast. Oh, <laughs> gets man. That crown. Somebody's going to get knocked the fuck out, and it's going to be in a spectacular fashion. That's not going to be a fucking three-round fight. No. Uh, and I then you agree. got the – the no, I mean, it's going to be spectacular. And then you got – um. The, the battle of guys that could have been something but currently aren't of Michael Chiesa and Anthony Pettis. I think Chiesa, I think Chiesa wins it because Chiesa could still make something out of himself. I think Pettis is just done. I think he's on the way out, man. And you know how little I believe in Duke Rufus's camp. We saw we saw what they did with four years of CM Punk. Nice work, guys. Way to make him into a fighter after four fucking years. <laughs> he's so bad. Best in the world. Best in the world. He's bad. He should have been taking drugs. He I mean, forgot, you got skinny he forgot Mike Jackson doing these numbers on all in his face. Just yeah, he looked wait. like he was Fred Sanford fighting him. He was. <laughs> like, like, come on, you can't beat the Fred I'm Sanford, and you're supposed to be a professional <laughs> fighter. Yeah, and then, and then he's like all he he, and he knocked him out. He's fucking king of pop. It was like playing fucking Moonwalker for the Sega Genesis and shit. He started oh. dancing, and then Punk started oh dancing. God. I, they booked. I, they I just listened to this soundtrack before <laughs> we started this podcast, Casey. Oh, they, they booked Punk, punk against 
fighter who only knows how to fight on his feet. Like he literally doesn't know how to throw a punch if they're on the mat. And he still couldn't win. He still couldn't do a respectable fight. Well, well you know, Byron, and I say this with the love, I say this with the L-O-V-E, that sometimes you don't have to fight on the ground. Who's this okay. lady? <laughs> oh. Macaulay, is that you? Oh. Macaulay. I'm just saying, <laughs> decidedly lost to like half of a fighter because he's like one eighth of a fighter at most. Oh. I, got one, I got one word for you, Byron, and that's Shamon. 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 Um, here's what I'm going to say about WWE this week, and it ain't much. Can, can, can I, I say something? Yeah, go for it. Look, you get fucking Krista Joseph's bitch ass back on this podcast, and then you bring me back in here, and I'm going to talk some shit to that motherfucker. <laughs> Well, I will tell you what, if he if he comes on the show next week for the hundredth episode, which I hope he does, I will definitely oh, get I you on so. here. To, to well, it's only fitting that I come on for the hundredth episode anyway. Yes. So it's perfect. It's perfect. It's gonna be hey Byron, how many people can we have on Google Hangouts at once? Have we ever I that believe that it's I think it's eight, but I'm not completely sure. It might be eight. All right, well I'm, we'll see. Uh, We're gonna try to see if, who we can get in this motherfucker. All I'm right, let me talk. Thunder Rose's Twitter right now. She said, "Thank you for all the support given to us in the last two years, moving into the next phase of our lives." I think uh, her and Brian and Sabotage might be. Yeah, I'll have to ask her. I've heard some rumblings that they that they're taking some different avenues and some different approaches on things. But maybe we'll get Mel to to fill us in on what's exactly going on with Sabotage. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she's got an open invite on the show whenever she can come on. Well, she definitely wants to come back on. I'm, I want, uh, I like to have her on when we get a little more into whatever's going to happen with her on Lucha Underground this season mm -hmm. and see a little bit of what's happening because we could talk to her at any point in time. But um, I'm really hoping there's an episode or two where she actually wrestles. Come on, DJ, what the fuck? The girl can go. Can exactly. we get her in the ring? Exactly, and let's not give little dolls her other name, okay? Oh, oh, I wonder if Ricky gave Wait, that maybe they Rosa named, the Thunder. Maybe they named the doll after Rosa Mendez. Nope. No, no. Yes. Well, uh, always big shout outs to, to Thunder Rosa, a.k.a. Cobra Moon. That's the homegirl. Yeah. Um, and she has been all over. She's doing Ring of Honor. She's she's working. She's yes, sir. beating up on all sorts of people. Um, okay, so here's the thing I'm going to say about wwe right now apparently they are booking extreme rules for the express purpose of people canceling the network <laughs> I, do not, I do not understand any of the bookings and some of them are okay but i don't they're, they're not like money bookings like aj versus rusev that's a good booking, but at the same time, I think they're giving us that booking because it's like, okay, internet fans, we don't care about this pay-per-view. Here you go, smart marks. Have your little Rusev moment. You know what's weird? It's like even Meltzer was like, uh, I'm not sure what they're doing, but they were supposed to have like a six-way match, and they panicked, and now it's like Lashley versus Reigns. Yeah. And they got yeah. they got Alexa versus Nia because we haven't seen enough of that story yet. Well, what are any stipulations on that? Um, I don't even know. I'd have to watch the show to know all the stipulations. Yeah, but, yeah. But I mean, the stipulation is that Ronda Rousey is 
out because of her 30 day suspension storyline. So she'll probably show up when she's not supposed to and have her stone cold moment and spray them all down with milk. Jo- Justin, Justin's just mad because I was right about what happened at money in the bank. Yeah, it was good though. I liked it. When I liked, I liked everything that happened at money in the bank and I liked them keeping Rhonda off TV, but the 30 day suspension puts her outside of building anything for extreme rules. Which is just stupid. Like that. Like if this was a real pay per view and they didn't have network, this couldn't be happening. No, this show wouldn't be. Going I mean, on this like is that. this is like I would rather go back and watch old episodes of Sunday Night Heat. Um, yeah, because then at least you get to see like Reckless Youth or something. Something. You know? Then you got <laughs> Car- Carmella versus Oscar with Ellsworth back WCW? in the mix. Maybe that could be interesting. You got the Bludgeon Brothers versus Team Hell No. Mm-hmm. Oh god damn it. They're they're putting fuck Kane. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then uh the leaders of the world versus the B team. You know, I wish I could have a career based on just imitating more successful yeah. wrestlers like Kevin Nash and The Undertaker. So then Kane. we sh- there should be a Strowman Kevin Owens angle going on. There should be a Hardy. Oh yeah, I, thing. It's uh, it's Strowman and uh, uh, Owens in a cage, I think. But um, maybe Shinsuke got bit by a dog, dude. You heard that uh-huh. story, right? Really? Yeah. That happened. So they they had real. they had bomb sniffing dogs at one of the arenas, and he was working out in the uh in the arena's gym and the dog just attacked him and bit him no no the dog didn't just attack him when you are near an animal and you go like this all of a sudden the motherfucker's gonna bite you no but dude you gotta calm yourself punch the dog in a dick no dude it's you can't you can't make fun of a man with parkinson's disease justin jesus christ shinsuke doesn't have it oh (laughs) and i know that's the surprising part oh Damn. You're so thinking he, of Michael J. Fox. He's not Michael J. Fox. Did a dog bite Michael J. Fox? That's no. I made the Parkinson's. Uh, man, that Kirby enthusiasm. Wait, was Michael sorry, was Michael J. Fox on, on Raw or SmackDown? Oh Did he have a hover? Dude, what is what would Kushida think, man? Just follow the puffy <gasps> jacket. Is WWE gonna work with New Japan? No. No. It's not going to happen. They keep saying Michael it and teasing Fox it. It's not oh, oh, oh. And can I tell everyone, New Japan, you can watch um, you can watch a little bit of Vader that they put up on uh, New Japan World for free. They put up uh, Vader and Anoki on there, so you can see that match for free. Also, they there's not a lot going on right now. So they've been like resorting to showing Ring of Honor and like CMLL shows. Um, but you can see CMLL shows with Japanese commentary so that you can't hear any of the names of the wrestlers get announced and they don't show graphics. So if you don't already know who people are, you're fucked. Uh, <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Uh, no graphics. They really need graphics. Um, but uh, G1's coming up. G1's going to be great. Great. It's going to have uh, the, the blocks look fucking awesome for it. Uh, you're gonna probably watch urban's probably mad because he doesn't have the internet to watch what do you have enough internet to watch g1 i have plenty of internet somebody give me the login there you go what what What? should we do brackets don't do the what chance should we do brackets what 
No, I'm, ge I'm genuinely confused. Please stop. <laughs> oh, Impact this week wasn't as good as some of the previous weeks have been, but it wasn't bad. I really like where they're going with the LAX shit right now. Conan's a fucking mastermind right now. And uh, next week we get the debut of, of a certain Killer Cross. Oh, what's really? This, what's her, this what's point, her I don't even care. Her. Like, I don't even need to see him in the ring. Like, he could just keep doing skits and vignettes. They're scarier than him in the ring. What's, mm -hmm. uh, seriously, what's Hernandez doing? What's he doing? Dude, I, heard he he, was, I, heard, I heard he came back to Lucha Underground. I, he was just in the Battle Royal, and they edited all of his offense off of television, so he just got pinned in five seconds. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, he's, he's still on he's, the he's, Underground, he's, too. He still got paid. Yeah, he did. No, no, it sucks because I, I felt like with him, they had like a fucking hot angle, like a dude oh, yeah. that hated it so much there that he left and now he's back. Like that could be awesome. He's been doing good work down in AAA, though. They've been keeping him booked. That's, and, uh, that's my boy. Man. I wonder my, um, I wonder how me. it's going for Hernandez with uh, Conan down there. I think they're getting along pretty good. Well, he's in India right now. Oh, is oh, he doing shit. that thing? Yeah. That's He's cool. out there with great collie and everything. Oh shit! Oh. That'll be don't, fun. Don't drink the water. So everybody, watch Impact <sighs> next week too, though, because it is Cross's uh, in-ring debut. That'll be yeah. interesting to see where they and go with it. Fuck, man! I have seen nothing but positive buzz about Cross's character, and I love it. I love it because it's you know the places I go, people shit on everything, and they're not shitting on Cross. No, I mean I think look, Sunny, Sunny got a big reaction. Cross? <laughs> and Cross got a big reaction. Both of those two debuts are really hot. Swagger got a pretty big reaction, but some people were definitely still kind of like Swagger and Lucha Underground, so we'll have to see where that one goes. But it was still big news when it happened. I mean, I think yeah, the debuts right now in Swagger. Hey, I got to give props because we got someone in the chat named Duke Togo 13. Golgo 13 is the fucking shit top secret episode. What's played by Sonny Chiba in the film version, motherfuckers? There we go. <laughs> that is a shout out if you were ever going to get a shout out that is the shout out right there um he, he never gave me that that's that's for sure no, no. <laughs> we've never casey's never sold for any of us are you kidding me <laughs> yeah, i only sell for strangers so we'll see like the whole <laughs> there was only that one time i guess <laughs> Oh, I'll tell you what, here's here's one. I don't know if you heard about this information or not, though. Josh Barnett got himself out of his UFC contract, as uh, did Lyoto Machida, who is now – Machida has signed with Bellator, but Barnett is free and clear, and he's kind of saying he wants the Fedor fight maybe in Bellator or maybe to go to Ryzen or maybe fight in the Kumite uh yeah kumite yeah he, <laughs> no he, like that's that's josh he, barnett josh yeah barnett, yeah rip a head off a monkey and choke you with it because he's <laughs> he's a crazy son of a bitch that man is not gonna rest until he dies at tom Poe's hands and uh yeah uh, yeah oh he's man so funny because josh barnett is 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 amazing because he will be just as excited to do a complete worked match as he will to be to do a legit death match and not care about anything in between. He loves wrestling all the way to actual death matches. Like, yeah, I'm sure he has man. some films in his closet of men killing each other with their bare hands. I, okay, I, I think now we've crossed the line. We need to, we need to, sign, we need to sign him uh, to, to rank. Uh, 
I, I'd like to I'd like to get him on board for he can be our deathmatch champion. And I want to say I'm surprised that Leota Machida already signed a contract because he was free to drink his piss anywhere, and now he's <laughs> got to drink his piss in Bellator only. Oh <laughs> god. Oh my god. And they're talking about doing a um a mi- middleweight tournament or is it welterweight tournament? A- another tournament like they're doing with the heavyweight tournament and uh. I mean, and Bellator too, where finally what? we should get uh, Paul Daly versus MVP. That should probably finally happen. What was Machida? What was Machida doing in the UFC anyway? It was just what, I mean, he a, just a gatekeeper. He won the last fight against Vitor Belfort in a legends match, basically. Yeah, and he drank. <laughs> he was drinking some piss. But he's going out on a big win over a name guy. I mean, not that Vitor isn't past it now, but you know. It's not usually the kind of guy in the past. The old Justin, UFC would have never let that guy go. You know okay. how fucking old you make me feel? I mean, you're way older than me, but you know how old you make me feel when you say that Vitor Belford is just old and had it? I've been watching that guy fight since he was like 19. Right. Jesus. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll put it in perspective for you. You when are Vitor, older than when me. When Vitor first <laughs> stepped into the cage, he was younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's older than you and now he's older than me and he's a washed up has been no Vito is still younger than me which is amazing Leona Machida is actually my age yeah, I'm younger than you yeah we know I'm, I'm younger I'm younger than all of well, you well so. just, Justin can we can we sign you up for Leota's Fountain of Youth then yeah, yeah. Glass, glass of piss every morning I don't you have anything do. else does anybody else have anything else if uh, that's you need to drink piss on every podcast to preserve De- your useful look. Yes, I will not. Exactly. I will not devary, devary, devary myself. Let's put the uh, <laughs> let's put the poll on the Twitter to see if that's look, what the people want. Death match between Urban and Leota Machida, <laughs> and also um, Big Dick Johnson as the referee. You heard exactly, it here. You exactly. Guys, you guys heard it here first that for episode 100 of the podcast, Justin is going to drink three cups of his own urine. <laughs> yeah, and for authenticity, you're going to see him pee it. So he's about like, doing the apple Man. juice trick. Nope. Not it's, do to- that. It, it's totally not sexual. You just got to do it. Yeah. I mean, if he's taking a piss, he's just, you know, we'll put like a little card up or something. So, yeah. yeah. You got it. He's professional. It, this it, camera, it, this camera on my computer doesn't have a wide enough lens for you to see that. First of all, I got, I got a camera over here next to, all, next to me. Just, just, you know, like, fly me in. Camera away from Justin. <laughs> this is not. This is, <laughs> for anybody who's still watching this episode, or for you know the talent that are making towns and listening to this in their cars right now, I apologize for oh, everything God. that's happened for the you're last two hours. And last if, you're, if you're the talent making towns, just just tweet at Lucha Gringo and say, "KC, I really, I really like your Papa Cueto impression." <laughs> how about, how about this? How about this? If you're an indie talent and you're making towns and you're tweeting about wanting people to rec- give you recognition for driving to a show, um, no one gives a fuck. And also, if you're if you're just a cool person driving to a show, s- drive a little faster right now and see what happens. <laughs> Where are you going with all Maybe of these things? Maybe you'll get to the show you'll have someone. On a real note, on a real as note, Byron Turkman smoking crack. This Maybe is you'll see some stop signs. All right. Maybe on a real, on a real note, on a real message to talent. If anybody <laughs> wants to be on episode 100 or wants to send in a message, a pre-tape, or anything for episode 100. 
shoot uh at mmm show 75 a message we'll hook it up yeah we're gonna try and, to have and, a bunch of people roll through we're gonna try to play some messages from some talent we're gonna try to have some fun with this episode 100 thing because it only happens once and that is yeah. the next episode after this and I mean, it, is, it happened like five times for the hills it interesting but... yeah it'll be cool man <laughs> if any of you if any of you guys know sid and want to get him to chime in? He's not going to be here. No, see, Urban, we fucked up because we actually have numbered all of our episodes. So there's, there's a. <laughs> we can't get around it. We can't do what you guys did. They did yeah, like four episodes, and then it was episode 100. And then at episode 65, they did episode 100 again. And then at episode 100, <laughs> they went backwards to try to get young and do episode 100 again. Hey, man. Look, I'm not saying we haven't done 300 episodes, but. You know, we haven't done 300 episodes. <laughs> and, and I really, I really would like um, to say hello to all the German listeners that joined us because of all the talking right. about drinking piss that we've done in the past and, 20 minutes. And colonics. And, and uh, Shiza, yes. Shiza, and docking. Uh, guten Tag. Guten Tag. Wonderbar. Wonderbar. Good Social media discussion about the MMM show. Use the hashtag pee in our mouth. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we used to run a nice family show. Yeah, for like two episodes, and then I started coming on here. What? You got a loose, and now we're fine. All right, guys. I'm done with this thing. Yeah. For Urban. Uh, wait, you never did your tag. Who the hell are you? Urban Heretic187 at U R B A N H E R E T I C 187. Until next time, stay calm and stay in the mix. Peanut. Uh-